All right, bozos. You ready? Fuck off. <laughs> and action. <laughs> In three, two. I was at a. In three, two. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. Blah! Groundhog Day. Welcome to the Pull Apart Podcast. This is Josh Heiser here with uh, James Prophet, and I know it's COVID world. I went to a Foo Fighters concert the other day. And all I got was this lousy t-shirt. It was, it was great to see my hero, but man, was it ever long. Oh, no. Gosh. <laughs> no. That is no. a joke from upjoke.com. <laughs> Upjoke.com. This is another one. What's it's, another one? You can't even What's claim authorship. No, no, yeah, I totally didn't come up with that. I totally oh, didn't have terrible. anything to start the show with this week. If it um, makes feel better, I took my joke off TikTok. What is the one thing Foo Fighters need when buying a home? Uh, no idea. They need the best, the best, the best, the best of you. <laughs> They're good. Uh, What's another one? What's another one? Here's, um, there you go. That's all for them. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we we have our crew back for part two. Welcome, right. Joe, Bill, Nick. Hey, hey. Hello. Um, yeah, so part still two of yeah, so doing the sixty-four tournament of uh, amp up songs, and what won week one? Uh, smash it up of Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to determine what song will go up against Smash It Up by the Dropkick Murphys. Then our next episode will be a three-hour debate about those two songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might That'll just be. settle it at the end. Uh, Dropkick Murphys versus the Dropkick Murphys, I think. Yeah. yeah. We're going for. Uh-oh. We'll see. First up, we got Andrew WK, Party Hard, <laughs> versus Foo Fighters, Best of You. Nick, this is like the, the Best of you finals. <laughs> <laughs> Is this both of you? I know that Andrew WK is. No, no Andrew WK is me. What? Yeah. I was actually kind of bummed that I didn't pick I that. I just assumed that was Nick. Well, Sorry, my bad. I, man, Nick, I almost picked uh, Have Fun, so I should have done that, and I could have left you party hard. See, you, well, who, I know you turned songs. in your list like first, right? First or second? Yeah. Okay, that's why I saw it on the list. I was like, oh, okay, now. I'm not no. That's the one. What the ah. only good song he has? Uh, oh. Son of a bitch. He said good. Son of a bitch. That's and a good song. I'm just kidding. 
Nick, is this is that the is that your Foo Fighters song? Um, no, no. Keen right. listeners, longtime listeners would remember that I said this is the best Foo Fighters song ever. I mean, it's not top ten, but yeah, ten. Sure. Yeah, and you said that then, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> So Joe had the best of you mm-hmm. by Nick's favorite band, the Two Fighters. I've got another confession to make. I'm your fool. Everyone's got the chains to break. Holding you. Were you bothering Sam? You did have your <laughs> I'm going to count this real quick. How many Foo Fighters songs do we have? There's four. Because I remember thinking yeah. there was one person one. that didn't pick one. That was two. Oh, two. Because right? didn't you? Yeah, because I two? picked two. That's right. Yeah, I didn't. Josh, I love them, but I just I had too many that I wanted. I knew they were going to get love. <laughs> All their songs sound the same. So I mean, it's no, fun. take it back. Oh, there are five. There are five Foo Fighters songs in this tournament. <laughs> Five. There's the Pretender. Uh, there is walk. Word Forward. Yeah, Walk. So that was right. There, four of us Best did pick Foo Fighter songs. And Monkey Wrench. Sorry, guys. Hey, Josh, get with the program. I, man, if I could have picked one more song, I may have picked All My Life by the Foo Fighters. Just Ooh, that's also a good one. A six, whatever. I thought that was Boys to Men. Foo <laughs> <laughs> Fighters covered Actually, it. It's not. <laughs> Wait, I'm so sorry. Was that Casey and JoJo? Wow. Are you actually even old enough to remember I who feel Casey like, and JoJo are? No, I Googled it. It's Casey and JoJo. Because <laughs> I felt like uh, Juno when she says it's Morgan Freeman and got any bones that need collecting. <laughs> that's like an accidental racist line. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. No. Uh, it's just like a goofy joke that she answers the phone like that, but Morgan Freeman's not in that. It's Denzel, so oh, people think that like that. Diablo Cody accidentally sucks. Like, I thought you meant accidental racist, like that goofy song by LL Cool J and Brad Paisley. I think yeah. it is. Oh, that song that was a tournament. <laughs> Might as well be the three six mafias on here. <laughs> What's wrong with the three six mafia? I guess we know whose song it is. <laughs> Reeled that one in. If I if I picked one, it would have been the line. Anybody? Deep cut. Nick, you know. Is that no. your favorite Casey and JoJo song? Foo Fighters. Ever heard of them? Oh yeah. Oh, sorry, it wasn't on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> did he write that song when he was with John Kerry, like touring with him? I know and he did. In your honor, that. Like, yeah, uh, in your uh, honor was there. Then it too. was off the same album. Like that okay. entire like double album was like when they first got kind of political. Well, and then he wrote "My Hero" about the Trump campaign. I remember that. No, <laughs> no, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James Andrew WK, party hard. Party Hard is a great song. I have nothing personal or deep to share about it. It's super fun. You all know it. Vote for it. It's great. It's also kind of nostalgic. At yeah. least for like me, you, and Bill. 
Yeah. I, re- I remember the first time we saw this. We were hanging out. The Rock was hosting SNL. Andrew yep. WK was the musical guest. Yep. And I think all of us were just sort of like, that was so weird, fun, and awesome. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was SNL or Conan. Yeah, it was. I looked it up just to make sure I was remembering it right. And yeah, it was it was SNL. All the fun facial expressions, all that good stuff. But yeah, I remember that me. and just being blown away by who this band was. And it looked like a bunch of nerds just up there. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, and, and that's what made it so surprising because what they looked like and what they sounded like didn't match and yet matched perfectly. And uh, yeah, it was great. Are we still talking about um, Oakley Doakley? Oakley Doakley. <laughs> Oakley Doakley. Man, I was so pumped when I was trying to look up Bartcore to send to you guys and found That's out about crazy. Bardcore. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like who does this? Like even changing the lyrics of Jolene to match. Yep. Mid- <laughs> oh, so good. So, Andrew WK reminds me of this band I discovered a few years later. Um, they're called the Descendants of Erdrich. Okay. Okay. I think they only play shows at like video game conventions, like at after parties and stuff. But they are a rock and roll band that exclusively plays video game music. And they'll just make like kind of rock out metal versions of it. Nice. So, yeah, oh, nice. I always put one of their songs on here. Um, but it was from Maniac Mansion, and I didn't know if enough people had played that game <laughs> to get the reference. But yeah, if you want to, you want to check out something fun, Descendants of Erdrich, they're a good time. Speaking uh, of obscure bands, I'm kind of surprised none of us picked Max Sabbath. <laughs> Well, I, I really want to now that uh, I know how much love there is for concept bands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting some good uh, um, intel if we ever do another heel turn. Now <laughs> <laughs> we clarify to our listeners, Max Sabbath is a McDonald's-themed Black oh Sabbath band. And it's one of the best concerts ever. Yes, yeah. yes it was. So I don't remember all the members' names, but I just remember Slayer McCheese. <laughs> that has like the has the uh, Mayor McCheese head, but it's mashed up with the Motorhead logo with the tusks coming out. Yep, yes, so freaking good. Uh, now, if I could only find him, if I can find a concept band like <sighs> Dopey, who has done a cover of "Message in a Bottle," that oh my god, set. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like that. Never mind. <laughs> what? That that lo- Go ahead. The, the time that guy killed himself on live TV is. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 All right, Josh. Did I tell you about Andy and I worked on for like forty-five minutes and abandoned for that um, heel turn episode? I don't. I don't think so. Forty five minutes. You, is a long time. you were talking about how much you hated "Message in a Bottle." 
Yeah. So I edited that song to where it played I'm sending an SOS to the world like 30 times in a row. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That reminds me of a video but I came across today. It doesn't sound right. It, it just sound, like you could tell where the I skip think, was. I think you were listening to the actual song. <laughs> <laughs> but I came across a video today where someone had edited the song radioactive by imagine dragons and it was the regular runtime but all it was was him just saying i'm waking up over and over again (laughs) (laughs) it was really awesome i'm waking up 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 Okay, Joe. James, kudos on that. That's amazing you did that. That's so freaking good. It's on the cutting room floor. On the cutting room floor, <laughs> yeah. All right, Joe, what about Best of You? Oh, boy. I feel like it's just another one of my boring intros. Like, what's my favorite song of theirs? And uh, that's why I picked it. All right, well, who's this band then? Um... Uh, Foo. <laughs> it's, I think it's actually pronounced Fu. The Fu Fighters. <laughs> Yeah, they're no, uh, actually they're, 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 is that, they're, did I read that right? I think it's the Foo Fighters. They're really big on the Foo Fighters. Yes. The, and the main that. guy's name is uh, Nick Kroll. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got me tooed recently, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, but like with goats instead of <laughs> women. <laughs> You're right. The goats. They are the greatest of all time. The Thank goats you. spoke up. <laughs> yeah, the goats were like, they were tweeting. They were on goat Twitter. I thought we weren't supposed to put anything in this that we were going to have to cut out. <laughs> I and think that's that goat's trying said. to tell us something. <laughs> 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 trying to cut out. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I just had a nope, <laughs> memory <nope>. of <laughs> that thing where Johnny Knoxville <laughs> inseminated the cow. Do you remember that? And he put like his no. No, entire arm. arm up a Oh my god. That's funny. Um Dave Grohl, R.I.P. R.I.P. Can't believe COVID got him. <laughs> Did you see the hashtag that was going around? No. It said bout time. <laughs> I guess everybody kinda hated him. I don't know. <sighs> anyway. Um <laughs> No, it's to me it's the best. That's why I picked the live version. Uh, it's just like the epitome of him screaming, and I love the whatever it's called, the bridge at the end. Um, it's great. Two thumbs up. Uh, this is a tough one. Are you guys? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm voting for my own, but this is a really tough one. There were a lot of touch, uh, tough matchups on this one. Like I, this round, it, I felt like there were a lot of them that were really close. This being one of them. 
This is one that, like, even though I said I will not ever vote against Foo Fighters, I am totally okay if Foo Fighters don't go on against WK or Andrew get that, WK. Get that sound um, clip, but cut it. But <laughs> I am voting for the Foo Fighters. <clears throat> Same. Oh, there you go. Bill. <sighs> yeah, I love both of these songs, but this is this is probably my favorite Foo Fighters song. This and Hero, like, just for different reasons. Um, yeah, so, going with this one. Walk it in. Dude, Foo Fighters advance. Yay. All right. Next up, we have... It's nice that they got a little credit. Finally. A little recognition, finally. Foo yeah, Fighters. Exactly. What the hell? Acoustic Everlong advances. Featuring Courtney Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Next, we have Gojira with Another World, which was me. Versus Foxy Shazam, oh lord, I don't know who that was. Who was it? It's Foxy Could Shazam. that be me? That was, yes, it right. could be. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, I needed your vote for Gojira. Come on, man. This one's tough. It, yeah, it was good. I I like this band a whole lot. So yeah, I generally am just not a huge fan of metal music, but I have a uh, brother-in-law who's obsessed, and so I've just heard a lot of it through osmosis. And we were playing ping pong one day, Where's and he had, had this had this band on, and I was like, I love this band, and so I. Of course, dove deep, and um, yeah, I just really love them. They're um, pretty sure they're Swedish, but they're really big into like environmentalism. So like, almost all of their songs are about um, that or depression. <laughs> so right up my alley. I knew they were trying to be REM. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, does a band member have a really prominent unibrow? Is that what gave it away? Or? <laughs> Not that I remember. And yeah, I, I mean, I like a lot of their songs that are basically through a dart. This is um, uh, off their upcoming album, and I really like it. So I picked this one. For what it's worth, they are French. French. Something over there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so MJ, I can't... we perfect that country as freedom. As freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't quite remember when I first heard Foxy Shazam. Um, I think somebody probably shared one of their music videos on Facebook, one of my friends or whatever. And I fell in love with them because they just 
are weird and they've got that just i don't know they've got the horns in them and just the overall sound is just amazing it's just weird enough and uh i love this song for many reasons main reason though is that you know this is this is the song that i've picked and i'm like this is my song for my daughters like cuz he's singing to his son so it's definitely like a great dad song to you know your kids and some of the lines that just hit me hard you know thinking about like you know your kids growing up and everything is that like the one line where it says there's always going to be a wrong to your right um and there's always going to be a war somewhere to fight and then the whole idea of trying to find it here just that whole idea of you know if you feel like you're alone and you're scared I'm there for you. It's the f- in the future. It counts. You've got to trust me. I mean, that that hits because we've all had those moments where it's like, this is some stupid shit that I'm going through right now. And it makes no sense. But now that we're all older, even though we still have those moments, we have enough of those moments under our belt to know that in the long run, it's going to matter. But when you're a kid, you know, like tonight, like, you know, one of my daughters is having a hard time tonight and just feeling scared about stuff and, you know, just being there. And, the, and then the line that I love the most about this song is, and I'm just trying to find it here so I can not butcher it. Sorry. Anyways, is this the idea of that the world's going to tear you apart, but I'm going to be here to stitch you back up, but I've got to put you back into it again. So it's that idea of like, I'm going to be here and you're going to be in the fight but I'm here fighting with you and you know, we just got to go at it together. So yeah, that's, that's that song and it's super fun video. Um, yeah, that's it. Well, I'll say, even though I am voting for Gojira, I was mad that it was up against this one because I really liked this song. I think Bill, you might have picked this, um, band before for one of the other tournaments. And I, I can't even remember if I liked them or not, but, when this song came on the playlist, I really liked it. And so I was kind of bummed that it came up against this one, but yeah. Yeah. I can't remember if I picked another one of their songs. It's, it's possible. Cause this was the song that I, that I first heard of theirs and it just killed me. I was like, man, this is freaking great. And then, uh, the rest of them are just super fun and they do great videos too. I know that's the thing we talk about a lot. Um, <laughs> You know, I know Joe's a big video guy, so oh, that's yeah. oh, yeah. that's one of the reasons I picked mine is that that specific song of Gojira's that had a cool video. It did. I like it. One did a lot. yeah. <clears throat> I thought it so. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do you want to go first? Yeah. So I sometimes like um, metal. Sometimes it's kind of boring to me and. I don't want to be a jerk, Josh. I know you like them a lot, but they just didn't really do it for me. On the other side of the coin, even though this makes me a huge tool bag, I love Macklemore so much. And he was featured in one of their more recent songs. And by recent, I mean like, I don't know, 2016 or something. Yeah. And absolutely. It was great. The guy. Yeah. He's freaking awesome. And, uh, when I we were talking about how much we loved him, and Ashley's brother said that they saw him 
in I think it was the Taft or somewhere, somewhere local because he's from Cincinnati mm-hmm. and said it was like the best show he's ever seen. So ever since then, I'm like dying to see him in concert. Anyway, I'm going with Foxy. Nice. All right, Nick, what about you? Uh, I keep changing my mind. I even like while you all were talking, I had a have a separate earbud in listening to the two songs, and I, I don't know. Um, you know what? Just to just to create a split already, I'm gonna say Gojira. Noise. Mm. All right. So since so I'm the tiebreaker, um, Joe kind of touched on most everything I wanted to say. Um, yeah, he's a natty boy. I thought that was cool. First time I saw their singer, uh, Eric Nelly, it was on an SNL performance that Macklemore was doing when he did the song Downtown. That's the one he appears on. Yeah. I loved that song right away. Steph and I both geeked out for it. And I loved this song a lot. I thought it was great. I thought it was super sweet. The beginning part where he's like, he's whispering to his daughter. I thought that was super sweet. And I thought the Gojira video was awesome, but I didn't love the song. So I'm going with Oh Lord by Foxy Shazam. Nice. Yeah, I I definitely I was inebriated when I sent my picks. And I, the next day I was like, why? I should have picked one that was more palatable. <laughs> but um, talking about songs for your kids, and I know that could be like a whole podcast, but like... Uh, where we all cry. Well, I just thought of it because Bill, we, last time we talked about Sturgill songs that aren't just covers, and yeah. my favorite favorite song of his is one that he wrote for his son, and it's awesome. So, Which one check is it? Check it out. It's called Welcome to Earth. Okay, cool. It's pretty great. <clears throat> All right. What is that sound? <laughs> Somebody just slide their phone into their pocket. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> okay. Next this up. This is the greatest show. <laughs> can, can I Fuck propose that, that for now on, when we vote for a song, that Josh just says the name of the song, and if we vote for it, we make that sound? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It has to be really authentic. Only a few edits, I think I've only got two votes in me for the rest of the podcast, then. Oh, I'm doing some tantric stuff. I got about 30. He's, he's only got two votes in him. Dude, I don't think anybody nominated anything by Sting or his band Death Cab for Cutie, so <laughs> let's not talk about the tantric stuff. Call back. All right, all right, all right, all right. Next up. They have Volbeat, Black Rose, No Clue. That's mine. Bill? Yeah. I knew it. This is ACDC Shoot to Thrill, which was Tim Ferguson.
That's I a can, surprise. I can see for Tim. Okay, Bill, you want to so, go first? Uh, yeah, so I uh, learned about this band through Matt. He shared one of their music videos on my Facebook, and I thought it was super fun. Um, I didn't know much about them at all, so just listening to some of their songs. Um, I just think they're fun and great. Like They kind of have a cheesy sound to them a little bit. Like I love at the, how the end, it kind of turns into almost like a... Elvis style, like fifties rock, like I don't know, just it sounds goofy, but it's fun, and that's it. That's all I really can say about it. <clears throat> all right, Josh. Uh, yeah, you want to so, speak for Tim? Here? I wish Tim was able to record his thing. He maybe I'll try to get him to before we release it because I was talking to him on the phone, and he had this huge explanation that was like, yeah, just say all that into a like a voice memo and send it because it was really cool. Um, but, you know, essentially, he was thinking of, even though it's not the song, um, the part in, in spoiler alert for Endgame. Um, but when basically all of the people show up and start going to war, he said he feels like that scene every time he hears it. And it's just like, you know, just super badass, like fun, knock 'em dead music. Um, I mean, yeah, he said it a lot better because it's Tim, but he's an and, eloquent son of a bitch. Well, and while I'm at it, I will vote for that, which is weird because I don't usually like them, but um, I do love the song because of it's. I think it's an Iron Man two, maybe Iron Man, but um, Volby. I was to say reminded me. I did like it. It reminded me of Gaslight Anthem. Which, if you guys haven't heard, check them out. Yeah, they're awesome. yeah I'm not familiar with them. Did you say you are or aren't, aren't, Bill? No, I haven't heard of them, so I've uh, stopped checking I think them out. You'd yeah. like them. Bill, Bill, Joe Hill loves them. <clears throat> Who? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Stephen King's brother or something like that? <laughs> uh, it's his grandfather. <laughs> All right, well, I'll go next. Uh, Volvo is fucking awful, so I'm going to pick <laughs> Jeez. What, uh, the fucking Iron Man song. All right. <laughs> fucking motherfucker. All right, I'll go next because I'm going to split. So I haven't seen the uh, Avengers movie. I'm like 10 Wait. Marvel movies behind. I'm going to catch up when the kids oh, are Oh, James. Over. I, I want to. Did you to. put earmuffs Damn on when COVID. I said spoiler alert, James? No, I, I've read about what happens in them. Like, I was interested. <laughs> I didn't want to wait. <laughs> so but, so um, we need to have a movie marathon day when COVID's over, James. Just I, throwing watch, that out there. Endgame and Schindler's List. No! Shoot <laughs> to Thrill was also the theme song to WrestleMania 25, which had the first Sean Taker match. Black Rose by Volbeat. Here's something really cool. So I thought the song was awesome. I mean, it's about friendship, that rules. But on this song, their normal singer is a gentleman by the name of, let me find his name here, uh, Michael Polson. He was singing this song for Volbeat. And let me just read this, okay? There is a second band called Volbeat uh, from Canada. And um, the guitarist said, we were working on this song, Black Rose, and Michael, their front man, was singing the verse part. And he was like, 
maybe Danko Jones from the other Volbeat could sing on this one. It sounds like something that he would do. And it totally does. We could almost hear it before it even happened. And when we approached him about doing it, he was totally psyched that he completely nailed it. So apparently they just made friends with this other band that had the same name they did. Neither one of them sued them. That's, that's awesome. And they just called him up and said, like, hey, would you want to do this song on our band? He's like, yes, that sounds like fun. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was really cool too. So um, I'm voting for Black Rose. I thought it was great. It actually made me really happy. Oh, cool. That's a cool story, James, but... Um... <laughs> No, I was going to say, of course, no one's going to sue each other because no one's ever heard of either of them. So they're like, why not? (laughs) I'd I'd like you to throw, though. um, But yeah, not voting for it. So, Nick, you are the tiebreaker here. Oh, okay. Um, I am going to go with ACDC. Part of it is familiarity. I mean, I'm. I love ACDC. This is it's a a good pick. Um, I don't really know Volbeat that much, um, or at all. Um, but that that's not why I would vote against them. I just it it didn't really get me pumped or amped as the title of this would be. So, okay, ACDC goes on. Josh, all right, wanna... yeah. Next up, we have Defying Gravity from the Wicked soundtrack, which was me. Versus System of a Down with Chop Suey, which was WBN in 2000. (laughs) 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 Now, who, who was that one? That was Nick. Nick. So yeah, I think we talked about nostalgia last time and off air and this one already, this podcast already too. So Divine Gravity is um, one of the most nostalgic songs for me, college, me, Joseph, and Tommy, Bill's brother, Tommy, driving around probably to Starbucks, just singing this at the top of our lungs. And uh, it gets me every time, every single time I play it, I'm like... Oh, this won't be as good this time. I've heard it a million, you know, and then it's like, nope, still amazing. Um, So, yeah, I love it. It's the best. Nick? Yes, sir. So, System of Down, I kind of feel like they are uh, victims of the era in which they came about because... As you threw out there, WEBN in 2000, um, they were unfortunately around the same time as Corn and Limp Biscuit and all that, and kind of get thrown in with them. And it there is a, I will admit, a similarity there, but there's also a, just a weirdness factor to them that I love. 
And the reason I picked this song specifically is because just the speed of this song and the the drum beat of this song and the uh, the what's the word I'm looking for uh, the it just the difference of like going from screaming to whispering like back and forth in the lyrics and then like there's a slowdown section which you know the, the song that's gonna like just go super balls to the wall fast it's helpful to have a slowdown section just for us old guys to you know catch our breath and then be able to like go back to thrashing our necks until like can't thrash anymore pain the next morning so yeah i i love this song which when i was listening to some of these songs i can't remember which one it was nick that made me think of this but i was thinking about what you said about how much you love drowning pool and how they do oh, the whispering and then going really fast. Come <laughs> so on. I, so I thought we could go and call it the drowning pool effect. No. So, nice. so I, I would agree That's with you. This first compliment. And oh, this this song this has tournament. does have a really nice drowning pool effect. I will you go know, on this, record as saying I do not love like drowning pool. pool. They are the <laughs> worst. Best. The worst. Best. The worst. <laughs> And what he means by that is they are worse they're the than worst Savage band Garden. that you own all of their CDs of. I was going to say they're the worst band you have a tattoo of. Oh my god! <laughs> I just think Jeff Buckley has a pretty cool drowning pool effect. Oh, dog, dog! I got it. Thanks, James. <laughs> You're welcome. Wow! I didn't get it. Sorry, James drowned. made a James Prophet style joke. Lovely. Well, see, I, I need Joe here to make these jokes with me because so, we can get each other's obscure pop culture references. <sighs> that's that's the next tournament. Drowning All pool songs theory. of drowning pool effect. Oh, no, God. <laughs> I'm busy that day. Well, gotta give. All right, What's what? everybody's favorite Natalie Wood movie? What Zing. is going on here? <laughs> Definitely the cat's meow, although technically that's just an actress playing Natalie Wood. I... Mm. <laughs> you guys know that so the, guy awesome. from, the old guy from Austin Powers killed Natalie Wood, right? No, it was Christopher Walken. No, it was definitely the old guy from Austin Powers. <laughs> All right, what's everybody voting for? <laughs> I'm going with Defying Gravity. Nice. Nick, this song would have been a really good one for me in the heel turn because I cannot stand this band at all. <laughs> like to me, if I if I could pick an object to define this band, it would be a black light poster from Spencer's of an alien smoking a joint. <clears throat> no, 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 no. The, that, that's me, very the, accurate. No, it would be it would be not a black light poster. It would be a patch of that sewn on the back of a pair of Jinko jeans. That's that's go. what this band is. Sorry. <laughs> so I want to go next then because yeah. I'm gonna split. Okay. Yeah. I was not listening to WEBN back in these days because they were playing Lint Biscuit and things like that. And not to be all hipster about it, but I think I was one of the first to know that that music always sucked. <laughs> and so I was never on board for it. So I, the only thing I knew about System of a Down was that there was a rock band and their name was System of a Down. That's it. Didn't know anything else about it. So I didn't really know Chop Suey. And 
I liked it a ton. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> it kind of touches on um, a, a bunch of random things, which there's a reason for that I'll talk about in a second. But one of the things it touches on is how you can be thought about differently after your death, depending on how you die. And um, it turns out when they were recording this, um, they actually, so they're from, I forget what country they're from, but um, they were playing in LA. They got discovered by Rick Rubin, who's like this super famous music producer. He's worked with um, Adele, the Chili Peppers, Johnny Cash, uh, Beastie Boys, Public Enemy, Tom Petty, ACDC, Sheryl Crow, Rage Against the Machine, Jay-Z, Neil Diamond, Weezer, Coheed and Cambria, Metallica, Lana Del Rey, Brandy Carlisle, Pete Yorn, Eminem, Lady Gaga, Smashing Pumpkins, Justin Timberlake. Once he even condescended himself to work with the Avid Brothers. So he's worked with a ton of people. Fuck you. The singer, apparently he said, like, I had this part down and this part down right away, but I couldn't figure out how to fill in the rest of the lines. And after an hour or so, Rick Rubin said, let's just take a break. Let's go to my house. So they went to his house, and he had a huge library. He said, just, like, start looking in books and look for a line. And so it's like, what books? Like, just pull one out randomly. So he pulled out random books to get some of the lines. That's how some of the biblical lines got in there. I just thought that was sort of an interesting thing. And the title I thought was really fun, Chop Suey. It's called that because originally they named the song Suicide. And... Again, based on that theme, like you can be thought of differently depending on how you die. The record label said, "Like, nope, that's depressing. There might be a single here. You're going to have to change the name. And so they called the song Chop Suey because they had a chop suicide from the title. So Chop hmm. Suey. <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought that was fun too. I thought it was kind of a whimsical <laughs> title after all that. So I'm voting for it. Uh, Defying Gravity makes me think of my friend Lori Staper, a big friend of the podcast. We all like Lori. She loves the song. I'm not voting, even though Wicked is a great play. So that leaves the Joseph? final vote. Yeah. It's not even close to find gravity. Ah. <laughs> um, I do want to hear a YouTube video where they just play <laughs> Wake Up over and over and over and over. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That has to exist somewhere. Ugh. All right. Next up, The Offspring Days Go By, which was Nick, right? Nope. No, that was me. I thought you said last week that you loved The Offspring, so that's why I thought. I do like The Offspring. <laughs> Versus Under Oath, Reinventing Your Exit, which I'm guessing was Nick. Nope. But that was Joseph. <laughs> God damn it, Nick. Which songs did you pick? I'm an enigma wrapped in a mystery. <laughs> or you sent your songs in late and everybody took all the stuff you like. Yeah, 
James? I love this song. I love it lyrically. I really like the music in it. And um, when asked about the song, the singer told Rolling Stone one time, he said, part of why I chose Days Go By as the single and the title of the album is because it really kind of shows, not only with me, that the world has been through a shitty few years and it's been really tough on a lot of people. People have really gotten hurt. And at the end of the day, you got to pick yourself up and figure out how to move on. So I guess acknowledging that it's been tough, but also having a message of hope is what I really wanted people to take away from this record. And it's been, we're in our second year of COVID world now. Um, luckily, I think we're about to come out of it, but don't we all kind of need this right now? It's been hard. We need some hope. We all need to start again soon. So I love Days Go By, and I'm voting for it. So Joe, you picked the other song, right? Yeah, so I picked Under Oath. Anybody who's an Under Oath fan would say that I pick like their track one, side one song, but I don't care. It's my favorite, and it's also like a really good pump you up car song. So reminds me of college, right when I was getting into bands like them and Emory, and um, Emory was always one step ahead of them, like or above them in my rankings. Uh, we'll talk about them later, but just under them was under oath. So, uh, yeah, that's why I picked it. So I, I looked this up quickly. There is a YouTube video of Chop Suey where he says, wake up for one hour straight. <laughs> 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 uh, God bless the internet on that one. All right, Bill, what do you think about uh, these two songs, though? Uh, I'm going to go with The Offspring, because I just like them better. But it's not the like them better tournament, Bill. It's the which one pumped you up the most. That is is true. Um, Still going with them for that reason. Just because I I have a weird... Uh, hang up with the band Under Oath, which is like makes no sense at all. No, I get uh, it. They're no good. I have the same thing. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, and it's one of those things where, like, I I would be willing. I like them. Okay, I don't want to say that I like them, but I can appreciate that people like them. They're just not. Uh, I can, there's nothing tangible about them that I can say. Oh, this is what I don't like. Um, but my connection with them and another band on this list is, uh, it's just silly. It's like, you know, uh, shortly after college or whatever, that wasn't after college, but, uh, there was a friend who was upset that I was not going to concerts with him, but failed to realize that I wasn't going to concerts with him because I didn't like the bands. And I'm like, okay, so I'll go to a concert with you. And it was and it was just like the concert is just like, why am I here? Like, I don't like these bands. I don't know any of these songs. I've just wasted fifty bucks. <laughs> like, so I these don't songs know. aren't on WBN. I mean, come on. Right, right. What am I supposed to do? Unlike now? Bulby, where I know oh, every song. Boo. So, <laughs> Bill, I love you, but well, I went you're... to the best show of my life, and it was Emory. Are... So. 
<laughs> Did we just have our first blatant travesty of the night? Did Emery just beat off Spring? Emery's not up for debate. Emery, <laughs> y'all can. Nick, <laughs> you know that Emery and Underoath are like more fun than most bands. You ever got bat me up on this? Um, I haven't started my my you vote yet. Yeah, up. yeah, bat me up. So I do love Offspring. I do love Under Oath. But this is not a who do you love more tournament. Under Oath to me is a very much a pump up va- band. Um, their concerts are super fun. You can't get out of there without like at least getting close to the mosh pit, which is part of the reason I haven't really been to one of these kind of concerts in years because I don't think my body could handle that anymore. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's melodic, but it's also screaming. It's just, it's great. Um, it really gets the blood pumping. Yeah. So offspring, great band possibly could get amped listening to an offspring song. Um, but offspring's more of a like chill out and enjoy band to me. And under oath is a like, get me moving kind of band. Like your, like your oh, yeah. Nick, uh, if we do another tournament, I'm putting All I Want and uh, Nitro by Offspring up in it just to disprove that chill out type nice. thing. Uh, okay. Oh, well, I, I almost, oh my gosh. What, oh, crap. Self-esteem. I almost did put an Offspring song in here. Self Esteem. No. And that's a good one, though. <laughs> crap. I'm going to think of it, but not right now. It'll Is waste it a bad habit. No. <laughs> Shoot, Americana. No, definitely not. It wasn't like one of their bigger songs. Anyway. So is it me? Am I the tiebreaker, or is it already done? Joseph and wouldn't you're shut the, up. You're the tiebreaker. Okay. Offspring. So in high school, there was a girl that I was in love with who was obsessed with Offspring. So I got into them just for her. What was her name? Not gonna say it. And. Um, self-esteem is one of the most like amazing catch it on the radio still to this day songs blared at this you know out the windows and when I was in college I didn't like bands like Under Oath or Emery until that concert and I saw Emery live I was like holy shit this is the best concert I've ever seen in my life um, but I still never really got into Under Oath but of these two songs, it's better. So, sorry, James. I love The Offspring, but of, of the two songs, I gotta go with Under Oath. I'm feeling not one of my songs is gonna advance this round. <laughs> is Chewbacca on the call? Cow. <laughs> I just, I just hear like, oh, sounds like lots of it. Yeah. I don't hear any of that at all. <laughs> um, let's see. Here, I think it's Bill. Get... It's Bill. <laughs> it must be. Me. This is my ragged breathing. <laughs> it's just the, yeah, the offspring lungs. song I was trying to think of was Moda. Nice. Um. So yeah. All right. This next up is um. Sorry, what were we going to say, James? No, no. Go ahead. It's fine. We're done. Uh, Move on. <laughs> the, the band Idols, 
uh, verse um, with the song Mr. Motivator, which is me. Versus oh, Beast- okay. Beastie Boy Sabotage. I'm guessing Nick, but I keep getting that wrong. You're actually right. All right. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. All my songs are going up against songs that I really freaking love. I might not even vote for mine on this, but I found this band super random. It was like a guy that I like from an MMA podcast tweeted, I'm old, give me bands that I should like that are fun or whatever. And somebody said this one and I literally just Googled them and I freaking love them. Um, it was between this and another song that I really like of theirs, but I you thought I'd pick the other one. All right, settle down. This one I thought was, I mean, as far as amped up goes, like, I mean, it's literally called Mr. Motivator. It's going to get you running on the old treadmill. I love it. I don't know what your problem is, Joseph, but um, anyway. And yeah, sabotage rules, but I'll save, save my vote. Nick? So I will real quick just say that I did enjoy Mr. Motivator. Um, I do think it definitely qualifies as an amp up song because it's a very fast song and it's it is just a fun listen. Sabotage, however. So this was, of course, Beastie Boys were kind of a punk band before they became a rap group. Um, this was kind of their first big, like, attempt at, not at going back, but at, like, blending their, their rap music with, uh, with rock and everything, and it's just a out-of-the-park, just great, like, the, and yes, I'm gonna talk about the video, because you can't talk about this song without talking about the video, because it's fucking hilarious, um, but it's just, Everything about it is so great, and uh, it's just, I don't know. I, I I love that it's that it's it's kind of trying to be like a throwback song, even though it's not. It's totally a modern song for the era that it came out. It, the guitars in it are spot on, excellent. Um, the screaming again, spot on, excellent. It's. And it's just fun. So, there you go. Okay. I'll go first. Sabotage is awesome. And it's totally nostalgic for me. Mr. Motivator was fun too, but man, Beastie Bully Sabotage, that's that's right in my alley. That's right in my like 90s alternative sweet spot there. The video like uh, Nick brought up just rules. So. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> so, 
It's pretty straightforward. The, no offense, but I did not like the idols at all. I was like so irritated with it. I didn't listen to it all, which I usually would not do because that's not fair. Doesn't count, Bo. Doesn't count. <laughs> because so the video, annoying. isn't it, Joe? Because honestly, yeah, it was so hipster. Like it made me want to. <laughs> what? Throw what it. made it hipster? <laughs> he had fans like... sending videos. Like... Ugh. Ugh. I, I never thought I would tell you. This song is actually called Mr. Motivator in D minor. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't have what's his face show up in a with no shirt and like Good a shack. And... Nobody can have a mustache or trustable vote against him. <laughs> um, is that why he keeps voting against Bill's songs? Yeah. Yes. On the flip side, uh, what's it called? Too much sabotage. Sabotage is like one of the most iconic songs of all time. And honestly, one of the most iconic videos, Josh, you didn't stand a chance. So much so that when Jabrams made Star Trek, he couldn't even put the song in there without having a car like a car chase scene. That's just my interpretation. I know I never heard him say that, but you know. Lazy Abrams. What? <laughs> I mean, I could anybody could put freaking Beastie Boys to a car chase and call it a movie, I mean, right? That's not what, my point is. Like, that's how iconic the song is. Like, it's actually that's how iconic the video is because it's inseparable from the song. Anyway, it's like one million times better than Idols, so that's what I'm going. With. Are you talking about videos? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know I was a huge hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> one of us. Yes, one <laughs> of us. Joe, have you ever read the introduction to the revised ver- version of Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman? <laughs> Just read that here, where he totally goes back at everything, like half the stuff he wrote nice. in Leaves of Grass because he got a compliment from one of the transcendentalists. Oh, gosh. <laughs> revised version of Walt Whitman. I thought that's what that Shema Beyond poem was. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> I thought it was a Levi's commercial. That's to come. That's to come. All right, Bill, do you want to make up your mind here? Well, it's it's already decided, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in that case, because I was really, really close on this, because. Sabotage, James, everything you said. I mean, that's nostalgia. I mean, the song's amazing. Uh, But listening to all the playlists of, like, the newer songs, Mr. Motivator was probably my favorite out of all the new songs I had not heard before. (laughs) Just because it was so kind of freaking weird. And I loved it. And I'm like, this is great. Like, this is a great song to turn up really loud and embarrass your children to <laughs> like just dancing around the house being a freaking weirdo. So, uh, yeah, so I was torn, though, because it was really, really close. And uh, so I'm going to vote for that just to throw it a vote. Yeah. Since your brother is so mean to you about it, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. It was a tough matchup for sure. Um, next up, one I might have a better chance against. Uh. Foo Fighters, word forward. I'm not even going to guess who it was. 
that was me. Versus Rage Against the Machine, Wake. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. I didn't even oh. hover yet. This isn't mine. Never mind. Gorilla <laughs> Radio. Wondered where Dick. you were going. That was yeah, me. Sorry. Um, for my song, Foo Fighters, word forward, has one of the best bridges as far as when they stop playing the music completely, and then they pick it right up again with like a steady, slow build, and then it totally rocks harder than any point of the song at the end. Just the build to that blows me away. I love this song. It's one of their greatest hits. It was not a single, so it's a bit of a deep cut, but man, it for my personal taste, doesn't get much better than word for word. So I'm voting for it because I feel that if you have to go around saying we're the renegades of funk, we're the renegades of funk, it's kind of like those people that go around saying like, oh no, my nickname is the Midnight Cat. (laughs) That was a cover, James. Okay. So I'm voting for word for word. Um, but Nick, tell me about your little um, your little gorilla radio here by the biscuit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you much because, as I said before, I will James never vote against Foo Fighters. Yeah. So I'm already going to say I'm voting against my own song. Um, plus, just to piggyback on what you were saying about that song, James, it also has an excellent drop of fuck in it. Because it just screams, they're just fucking words. Words, yeah. Yes, yeah. it's so good. Anyway, Rage Against I, the Machine. Um, he starts I, with like the patented biscuit thing here, where it goes like, "Come on!" Like that's the first two <laughs> words of the song. Or am I thinking of the other one? See, we, we could have had other a, one. A, a bonding <laughs> moment, and I'm you sorry. just shat all over it. Well, Maybe we both love the shat. <laughs> I, I, I still can't change my vote. Anyway, um, so Gorilla Radio, um, it's, I mean, any Rage Against the Machine song to me is, it's, I, I don't think they really have a mellow out, like, slow down song. It's all, like, crank it to 11, like, just balls to the wall, anger, like, it's, it's, it's musical rage is what it is. Um, and this song was actually probably what really introduced me into rage, to rage against the machine because I didn't get into them in high school because unfortunately most of the tool bags that I went to high school with, with were more into rap and country music and just nineties alternative. And thankfully I only chose two out of those three. Um, but yeah, rage against the machine, I guess was too far out there for them. Um, but yeah, once, once this album came well, out, you were I, in Frankfurt, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, but so when this, when this song came out, I, I loved it. I loved it so much. And unfortunately I think I heard it on WEBN and that's where, I caught the bug. 
but um, dove back into their back catalog and loved it even more. And so, yeah, big fan of, of Rage Against the Machine now, um, but not a bigger fan than I am of Foo Fighters. And I'm, I'm not even voting against my own song based on me liking the Foo Fighters more. What Everything that James said about this song is completely accurate. It is full-on build. Everything it's just it starts out slow and light and it just builds and builds and builds and it's great. So that gets my vote. So I remembering now this was the song I was listening to that made me think of the drowning pool effect. And I'm like, because I remembered what you were saying about the whispering part, and he does that. I'm like, oh, this has the drowning pool effect in it. That's why Nick likes it. So that was it. <laughs> Yeah, this one was tough. I got to go Foo Fighters just because oh, of everything. <laughs> I really wish we had a soundboard of quotes, and that would be a great one <laughs> to drop in. Um, yeah, everything that James so was said. Was the rest of that sen- was the rest of that sentence going to be because everything James said about? <laughs> about, uh, the Rage Against the Machine is true. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> now, Josh, before, or I guess, uh, yeah, Josh, before, wait, who not, no, Josh, before you talk about Rage, do you want to tell the restaurant story from a few years ago that happened? Uh, restaurant the guy. story. I'm totally blanking, I'm sorry. Uh, this guy from Rage Against the Machine went to a uh, local restaurant with some of his friends, and um, he had, he demanded to be seated, and they said, sorry, uh, we take reservations, you'll have to wait. And he said, do you know who I am? And the, the guy said, yeah, actually, I do, and I'm a big fan of your music, but um, we just have to treat you like everybody else. So then he went on Twitter, and he <laughs> named the restaurant, like, Hey, anybody in this city, don't go to this fascist restaurant who underpays their employees or blah, blah, blah. And then the guy had to go on there and explain the story. And then the employees were like, yeah, he pays us very fairly. A lot of us here like your music, but you don't get better treatment just because you're a celebrity. And then he, after he got called out by multiple people from the restaurant, he's like, oh, I may have misunderstood something. But yeah, he was being an elitist and he's supposed to be raging against the machine. He's oh my become gosh. part of it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Sounds fake. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> fake news. Uh, I looked up. This is that's Tom Morello, not Zach De La Rocha. So get your story straight, James. I, I, I mean, I don't know enough about either of those people. I guess they're both members <laughs> of the band, right? <laughs> yeah, they're members members of the Rolling Tones. Tom Morello is the guitarist. I mean, it doesn't matter now, but. Rage gets my vote. <laughs> Joseph? James, you have never been more wrong about anything in your fucking life. <laughs> you could be right. I keep thinking I like Rage. I keep giving them a try every few years. <laughs> I love Rage so much. They're... We all keep talking about nostalgia. There's not much more uh, nostalgic things to me than listening to Rage on a boombox with Joshy Poo and his room under the Making covers. And... <laughs> oh, sorry. Was, it, um, was that was that like mixed in with the Garth Brooks? <laughs> yeah, Garth Brooks box set. Dennis Miller from the library. 
We had it all. Oh my god. <laughs> <That's the best. laughs> I love you so much. I don't want to get off on a rant here, but yeah, that's my life. Um do it, rant. Man, Let's hear I'm... it. <laughs> well, you're just wrong. Okay. First of all, every song amazing. They care. Well, at least Zach cares about so much that in like the early '90s that now we're just like coming to the forefront. I, my like routine thing that we say around the Heiser households is like Rage was right. Like he talked about police brutality. I mean, obviously people were talking about it in the '90s, but not as much as now. Um, not on the radio. What's that? But not on the radio. Not on the radio. Gorilla. Um, Turn that shit up. Everything. <laughs> like our obsession with capitalism and like just basically a lot of kind of no pun intended for the later raised song. It kind of woke us up to like, hey, America's not like perfect. Like, the you know, news. every super sheltered family thinks it is like where we came from. So. Um, no offense, bud. I know you're listening. Love you, buddy. Uh huh. But you know what I'm saying. It was just like pretty formative for us, both for that and for music. So, um, yeah, love it so much. And I actually like this Foo Fighters song. I mean, any song with the F word, especially if you're yelling it, gets a, <laughs> a good, you know, whatever for me. But I'm gonna go with Gorilla Radio. All right, James, you won one, pro. Finally. I, you know what? I'll say something nice about Rage Against the Machine. I was looking something up, and it turns out that from every concert they do, they give a decent amount of um, the profits from it to a charity. So they seem like yeah. really cool guys, that one restaurant story aside. Hold on. Can you edit this out where I come up with it real quick? <laughs> sure. It's from the episode Make of The Office sound where Dwight picks a charity and he doesn't want to. And <laughs> they make him. So he's like, fine, I'll pick... Uh, what does he pick? Got a lot to edit here. Oh, hold on. Well, whatever, I can't find it, but... Bears beats <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Really yeah. Fun. No, it ends up being a front for the Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's that's the charity that Rage donates to. Boom! <laughs> Next up, roasted. We got Roast. another freaking Foo Fighter song. Um, we got Hillsong United, <clears throat> Oceans Where Feet May Fail, which I think is James. No, that's mine. Oh, Bill, I was wrong again. Foo Fighters, The Pretender, not guessing. Who was that? You finally would have gotten it right this time. (laughs) Nick. (laughs) Nick likes the Foo Fighters. (laughs) (laughs) 
Food Fighters versus Jesus. Still, you're up. <laughs> right. So, um, when I was pulling the list together, I thought about like the amp up songs, like I mentioned, uh, Nazareth the last time, Hair of the Dog, and like kind of like personal meaning that direction. And then it hit me like there are, there's like another side of it too. So, this one is really special to me because this was featured a lot during a uh, sermon series at church that really, I mean, it sounds cliche and I hate saying, but like really changed my life because it's about taking brave steps and trying to chart a new direction and all that. And the, and the another song was, you know, about burning the ships and just not looking back and moving forward and everything. And everything about that series hit me really hard. Uh, and especially the song, like it was one of those things, every time they sing it, I would just start crying halfway through and everything. And I'm not at that point now where I break down into tears every time, just thinking about it, but it's definitely one of my go-tos when, uh, honestly, I'm just feeling crappy and just feeling down and like, you know, the depression's hitting and the anxiety's hitting and all that. And this is one of the go-tos to help. Uh, because it's the idea and that reminder that, you know, he's never failed and he's not going to start now. And it's just like, okay, I got to remember the times where I've been pulled through shitty situations and that happened before and it's going to happen again. I don't know how, but it is. And I don't need to know how, but I just have to have faith that it's going to. And, and you know, like this series, for example, this was the series that hit me with you know, I got to go to counseling and make that a regular thing and start attacking this bullshit that's been weighing me down for too long. So, yeah, that's that's it. That's mine. Nick. Dang it, Bill. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> OK, um, well, everything Talk you about said your was false wonderful. idol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're okay with being a whore of Babylon, it's all right with me. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no safe way to answer that. So I'm just going to ignore it. Um, so, yeah. Foo Fighters, again. Um, so the pretender is it's it's a great build like the beginning of the song is super slow really quiet um then the drums kick in and it's just like immediate high tempo but then it's it's more and faster and faster and i don't know it's just it's a great song and I'm going to talk about the video again. The video really adds to it because it just plays right along with the tempo. Um, later in the song where it kicks in again and like the riot uh, cops are like rushing at them and like the, the jets of water just explode from behind them. It's timed so perfectly. And I know that's what a great director or production crew does with videos. But yeah, so... This is not about the video, though. It's I I can't even just talking about it now. I can't like 
think about this song without just like pumping my fist or like bobbing my head or tapping my foot or something like that. I can't sit still. Um, that's that's another sign of a good like amp me up song to me is that if you can't listen to it or even think about it without like moving even just a little bit. Um, that's this song. And I, I mean, I know everybody said that Clapton was God, but Dave is Jesus. So there you go. Uh, Foley <laughs> is God. Who? Foley. Oh, Ever heard of him? Sorry. Wrestling podcast. My bad. <laughs> also, Clapton doesn't have the hottest takes these days. <laughs> no, we just... were back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have the mighty have fallen. Uh. <laughs> was that your vote? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I am voting for Foo Fighters. Um, even though Bill picked an excellent song and had an excellent explanation of it, um, I will say I didn't get all the way through the video because who's got nine minutes? Come on! But yeah, it is a good. Is that song. what you said on your honeymoon? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Two minutes and out. Come on. I mean, let's let's get it over with. Chop chop, chop suey, chop suey, <laughs> and that's what we were listening to. Joseph, what do you think? Uh, Foo Fighters. James, man, um, I'll go Oceans. This is tough. I don't like this match. Well, this match doesn't like you, James. <laughs> So, Josh, are you the final vote? Yeah. Well, let's hope we can make it easier. Um, James, I didn't think you liked worship music. Like, just generally, it's not your jam. Generally, it's not my jam. And I... All right, so let me caveat this. I'm kind of voting for Oceans because I like a... All right, let me ask your group clarification here, okay? I was going to say, you're using the word like an awful lot. Are you voting on the song in general or the specific song in the tournament wait what Uh, there's a there's a version of oceans that i really love but it's not this one and it's like three. oh yeah definitely oh got it yeah that that's that's gotta be this version you're yeah you're you're voting for one of the songs that got covered okay although i i would love to hear that version that you're talking about it's uh Avid Brothers. Rob I will. Yes. <laughs> Rob Zombie. I will find it, Bill. It, it's um. Yeah, I'll find it. It's really good. It was something cool. Crossroads did actually on the Sea of Galilee one time. But um, no, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So with that in mind, then um, it's it's a little long for me, and so Josh, it will make it easier for you. I'll vote Foo Fighters in that case. Well, I'll you're vote. wrong because Oceans is better, but whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. I scrolled up and I saw Oakley Doakley and I had a little bit of a panic attack. Uh, <laughs> it's in there twice! <laughs> I didn't listen I to this in, uh, Read education. So... <laughs> Red, white, spritzer. <laughs> Next up, we got 3-6 Mafia. It's a fight. Yeah, it is.
versus Emery with walls. Nick or Joseph, which one? Not me. So Nick. That would be Nick. With your arms. Left one thing. All right. Cool, James. So I'm glad my another one of my songs went up against like this under earth Emory BS because <laughs> not gonna have to lose to it twice. Yeah, you will. But um, I love this song, Three Six Mafia. I think it's great. It's somehow not an entrance song for a pro wrestler, and it really I just should assumed be. it was. <laughs> it, it's not. It's not. But man, it should be. The bells, all the boxing metaphors, it's great. It's so freaking good. I love it. I get amped up every time I hear this song. I listen to it um, a decent amount. I, I think it's great. I think it's great to exercise to. It's great to wake up to. <laughs> so... I am voting for three six mafia, so it gets at least one vote. <laughs> All right, so I will go with Emery then. Um, we we already kind of discussed this style of music in um, talking about Under Oath earlier, but I also don't really like putting Emery and Under Oath in the same category. It's it's still, to me, different. Um, Emery has always been the band that I, I... They had been the top of my list from this time of my life. Um, and I've been to so many of their concerts, and they have seriously all been, up until I finally got to see Foo Fighters Live, the best concerts I have ever been to. Um... They put on a hell of a good show and just give it everything. And like they sweat gallons by the end of the concert just because they're so, they're such good performers. This song specifically will like erupt a mosh pit. And like the slow down melodic parts, it doesn't really make sense why, but then it, it builds. And, I mean, it starts out really hard at the beginning, and then it goes kind of, like, softer. And then it just builds and kind of slowly, slowly kind of gets there. And then, I mean, it's got the line of, these knuckles break before they bleed. That's always been a big line to me, just because I used to have some pretty big anger issues back in college. And I, I you could argue I still have anger issues now. I just bottle them up instead. But... That line of like a man, right? Yeah, so manly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that line is like it resonates with me so much because I would just I would punch things. I'd punch walls. I would punch like cinder blocks. It, it. No, I'm I'm not like this badass that would like break my own knuckles and everything. It wasn't anything like that. But it's just I I get it. And then it gets to this the further on in the song where it just kind of like slowly starts to pick back up and then the song erupts and then that is when the mosh pit would just go crazy at the concert and if you're in the middle of a mosh pit during this song it's a dangerous dangerous place to be but and this is a digression but 
the people that attended Emory concerts were the best kinds of people to have in a mosh pit because as soon as somebody got knocked down, they got picked up. There'd be like younger kids and like girls in the mosh pit that would get knocked over and immediately three or four big dudes would like push people away and pick them up. And like it was awesome. And then that's what that's the awesome. Chumbo song is about, right? Yeah, exactly. Tub thumping, of course. And the the screen. So like, so what you're yeah. saying is, when their bodies hit the floor. Oh fuck! <laughs> if you don't know Emery, then like you don't know this, but like the screaming parts of the song are by their like. Well, there's multiples, but the main screaming is by their keyboard player, and that guy is just bonkers, like absolute bonkers, like. He just goes nuts on the keyboards and he's like constantly like dancing around and like just getting the audience hyped. He is the screamo hype man. Um, and yeah, so I love this song so much. And there was like a time where, uh, crap, what is it? The not Channel Z, but the radio station that the project when it project. first, yeah, when it first came about. They were like just playing just random crap. They didn't have DJs. So they'd just play oh, anything and everything. My gosh, is that where they played like nine thousand songs in a row without commercials? Something like to that. Launch the station. It was so, yeah, it was and such a happy there time. was there was a a period of time where like occasionally I would hear like when they came to when Emory came to town, I would hear this song on the on the project, and it just blew my freaking mind. And so yeah. That is my nostalgic story about that song. Yay. I'll go next. So you're feeling um, pretty everyone though, right? Uh, no. I'm sorry. No. Sorry. Okay. All right. Let's hear it, Josh. <laughs> that was Joseph. My name's Joe. Sorry, Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, basically everything Nick said. I mean, they're they're the greatest band of all time live, period, hands down. Period. Full stop. Forever. End of story. Um, my favorite guy was, I mean, the keyboard guy was awesome, but there's like a long-haired guitar player. I don't think he was bass. He might have been like lead guitar. And he was literally, no pun intended, climbing the walls like, there was like a, I don't know, like a maybe a foot, if that ledge, and he was like walking along like the sides of it, like you, out to the crowd. The, the concert at the 20th Century Theater? Yeah. I'm not sure, but you might be thinking of the guy from Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Because they were there at the same time and their guitar player showed up in the back of the audience. Well... Because Emory doesn't have a long-haired guitar player. I mean, it's definitely... I tend to conflate things, but um, they were amazing regardless. So Their, well, their bass player, though, does have a tendency amp. to like climb the speakers and stand on those, like the big stacks. Yeah. They're amazing. That what was the other one? Oh, um, oh um, something that doesn't even deserve to be called rap. <laughs> the Oscar Oscar winning <laughs> Hey, it's hard out there for a pimp, okay? Yes. You knock a man, but they got an Oscar before um who's the guy that directed the departed? Leonardo oh, Scorsese. 
Yeah, they got an Oscar before Martin Scorsese did. Uh, that means that they're better auteurs, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bill? I'm going 3-6 Mafia. What? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Give me a break. So, yeah, this song's amazing. And I was listening to it today while I was driving home with the windows down. And I'm like, man... To, to use what James has said before, there is a universe where there this wins the whole thing. Because I was just loving it. It sounds no. great. It is definitely a pump-up song. And I don't want to live in that universe. And I was loving the absurdity of, like, nerdy white dudes in different parts of the city li- listening to this song. <laughs> like, it's yes. great. Like, I love it. Yeah. The whole screamo thing. I'm over it. Be quiet. So. <laughs> Get out of my yard. Yeah, exactly. And plus, I still have that hang up of being guilted into going to concerts I didn't want to pay for. So. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is what this tournament's about. So. It is. Yeah. It's about whatever <laughs> I want it to be about. <laughs> so remind us more of why we're picking these songs. <laughs> Man, this is so tough. Like, hmm. <laughs> What's going to amp you up more? Fighting like, somebody or putting up walls because your I mom think, didn't hug you like, enough? One is like 40-year-old white dudes who never listen to rap. <laughs> yeah. Or like 38-year-old <laughs> rap. Dude. I mean, it, this... Walls fucking rules. What is wrong with y'all? It's like the greatest song ever. I uh, was dating Jess and remember showing her like, you know, we're showing each other our music and mine was like Iron and Wine and Bright Eyes and all this sad bastard music. And I was like, fine, I'll play this. And I played Walls and it like scared the shit out of her in the car because it starts like so heavy and loud. And it's just it's just incredible. I mean, take your cool (laughs) jacket off and just love Walls because it rules. And it advances, but probably not for long. But okay. way to go, Nick. Had to be in this tournament. Not to be totally sexist, because I know there are women out there who like Emery, but I want like a montage of all of our wives hearing <laughs> Emery for the first. Well, okay, the three of us are wives hearing Emery for the first time, and just like the faces of making like, what the hell is this? I was just thinking the the cover. Uh, if there was a cover to the album of this podcast, it would be a collage of the pictures of our wives' faces listening to this song. <laughs> Just these sheer looks of disgust. <laughs> so fun. All right. Um, next up is I, I'm like really cursed this matchup, but uh, Jay Z and Kanye with Otis. Live from the Mercer, run up on Yeezy the wrong way, I might murk it. Flee in the G450, I might surface. Political refugee asylum can be purchased. Uh, everything's for sale, got five passports, I'm never going to jail. I made Jesus walk, so I'm never going to hell. Couture level flow is never going on sale. Luxury rap, the Hermes versus Rage Against the Machine, Wake Up, both by me. Um, Otis, I think, is 
it's probably my most played song in a car. Uh, it's just such a good song to play in a car. Uh, Wake up is. I've always said it's my favorite rage song, but and I re-listened to it for this one, and it does hold up in my opinion as a good song. But it's also at the end of the Matrix, which makes it you know, <laughs> even better. Um, I find it very, very hard to pick between these two, so I'm gonna abstain for now. You coward! I am. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll pick Otis as much as as much love as I gave Rage earlier. I I worship Jay Z, and this is like peak to me, peak Jay Z, and pre awful Kanye. Um, it was like the the best time to be alive, really. I think, right? Um, <laughs> Anytime Kanye is not being awful is a great time to be alive. Yeah, that's what I'm voting for. I am also voting for Otis. I thought it was great. I love uh, Try a Little Tenderness, so that sample was really cool. I like old Kanye West. The Jay-Z is pretty good. And Rage Against the Machine, I've already said all I have to say about them. So, another vote for Otis. Well, you don't want to dry hump a dead horse, James? Come on. (sighs) Yeah. <laughs> That's not how I express my renegade of this. So I will jump in and say that um, I'm going to go with Rage Against the Machine on this, just strictly for the definition of like amp up songs. I like. I actually really did like the Jay Z and Kanye song because I really like Otis Redding and like that the sample of him in there, um, but. Again, it's not a do I really like this. It's a what does how does this affect me? And Vari said they ha- have anger issues, so Rage Against the Machine is a bomb for my soul. So leave me. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Otis. I'm gonna go Otis. I've never heard the song before. I thought it was fun. Uh, I like the Rage song. It was funny because when it started up, I'm like, this is from a movie, and I couldn't place it at first. And I was like. I'm like somebody's flying around in this is like oh it's the end of the matrix i'm like oh man the world we lived in with the matrix how great was that uh yeah but yeah go on to photos all right um i'll vote for raging as machine <laughs> but doesn't matter otis moves on all right next up we have the misfits where Eagles Dare. Yep. Bill? Yep. White Stripes, Blue Orchid, Nick? Yes, sir. I'll just end it. I know what you guys are going to vote for. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you such a misfit, Bill? I know. I love this song. 
I just love this song, and I love the line of <laughs> "This is your threshold of pain. Let's see how long it lasts." It's great. I love it. Love the chorus. Love how the guitars are out of tune and just going, and the whole line of "I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch." Like it's just wonderful. And there's that connection of like amp up, like like I said earlier about like you know my mom and that word and taking it back and. Yeah, just it's good. It's one of my top five. Oh no, not top five. Maybe top ten. Of all time. Forever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> get it, Joseph. Yeah. I I don't get it. What what do you because mean? Joseph says everything is the greatest of all time. Oh yeah. Oh, Joseph never, ever, ever never. does that. Never. <laughs> I think he always does. Every time. Never. That that phrase has never crossed his lips. All right, Joseph, what do you think? Hey, what? do what? I not get to talk about I'm it? Just <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> nice. So, oh, me. Sorry. You're uh, on. I'm on. Do it live. Um, <laughs> Yeah, never gonna get old. Um, Smart sucks. So the sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Um, yeah. So the white stripes. I I I love the grittiness of it. The just the percussion of it. Um, of everything that they do. But Blue Orchid specifically, as soon as Meg White's like drum beat kicks in, it's just like a, a racing heartbeat. And that that's kind of what makes this matchup a little bit difficult because the Misfits, it's a very fast, very fast song. And both I think of all the songs in the tournament, these are the two that like I am in constant movement listening to. Like, I cannot sit still to either one. Um, but the White Stripes just have such a special place in my heart. And Blue Orchid has always been, like, my absolute favorite White Stripes song because of the the constant drive of it and, the like, the bass and the gritty guitar and... I mean, the video is weird as shit, too, and that just adds to it. But it's, I, I am in, like I said, in constant movement. This, I could put this song on loop and, like, run, like, a three or a 5K or something like that, maybe. Probably a 3K, as old as I am now, but whatever. So, yeah. White Stripes get my vote, even though the Misfits in this matchup were a very close second. I'll go. Um, no offense, this is strictly personal opinion. I, th- I thought it was kind of ironic because I like both these bands, but I felt like they were both like lesser versions. Like I prefer Danzig to the Misfits, and Blue Orchid is not my favorite. White Stripes was kind of hard to pick for that reason, but I think I have to give the edge to Jack White. I'm sorry. That's all right. All right. I'll go next. Um, Joe, that's a, I kind of, I like that you brought that up because I think I'd be the flip there. I, 
I like the Misfits a lot better than Danzig. And I love this song. I thought it was great. I thought Bill's story with it was super cool thing to share. And White Stripes, I think just now I'm realizing I don't enjoy Caucasians trying to do funk music. Maybe that's what it is. Cause I don't like Rachel's machine, and I don't like the white stripes. So take your little crap away. I'm voting for. I love that line. I'm voting for the Misfits. So I predict in the future, one of your daughters will come home with a white dude who's in a funk band, and these words will come back to haunt you. I'll say, get the hell out. (laughs) (laughs) You're a daughter of mine. Like, in our house, we we listen to a lot of, and this isn't, it's not even half funk, but it's on my mind because Zoe, my oldest daughter, my six-year-old, just read a book about Stevie Wonder. And so after that, we've been listening to a ton of Stevie Wonder lately. And so stuff like Superstitious, you know, is like as good as it freaking gets, man. And so I've got that in my head and my heart. And then you present me with like this Rage Against the Machine, White Stripes crap. And I can't stand it. Like, I can't take it. What are they trying to do to like this great art? It, I, I'm being too critical. Did, did I'm sure it's great. This Rage isn't <laughs> white. <laughs> I mean, like the drummer is, but like. The lead I was only referring to the tremor then. <laughs> <laughs> also, not to shoot holes in your theory, but uh, White Stripes has nothing to do with funk. They have blues rock. Yes. Detroit blues look rock. Look at their Wikipedia, James. I mean, come on. Uh, I didn't look Wikipedia at their Wikipedia, is right? always I love right. blues. <laughs> Let me look up the White Stripes Wikipedia here. <laughs> Singer Jack White recently shamed co-band member Meg White for battling with depression. Oh, now I have a different reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a piece of shit, but they don't play funk music. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play, James. And it wasn't recent, okay? Yeah, it was back when Chop Suey was good. Hey, 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 hey. So it never <laughs> happened? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, who's going next? Um I think it I think it's to me, is that right? Did everybody vote? I don't know. I'm so tired. What's the what's the score? Uh, an album by the Fujis. <laughs> anybody remember? <laughs> James voted for Misfits. Bill voted for Misfits. Joseph and Nick voted for the White Stripes. Um, I really liked this Misfits song for realsies. Nice. But, but, hey, but Blue Earth. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I told Nick it was one of my honorable mentions. For sure. Mm. Go with that Wait. one. Wait, what was what was that, Josh? I couldn't hear you over Marge Simpson in the background. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Well, I was just thinking <laughs> that you may not be a son of a bitch, but you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rage rules. 
There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brave Saints Saturn with Daylight. Uh, James? Funk music. Fucking funk music. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Bill, right? No, that's mine. Oh, Bill, goddamn, I'm wrong all night. Versus Dropkick Murphy's I'm shipping up to Boston. I'm assuming Nick, but it's probably Ainsley called in a vote. <laughs> you are correct. It is Ainsley. <laughs> nope, that was me. All right, cool. Yeah, so um, this entire album is great. Um, I would say this whole album, every song off of it could qualify as an amp-up song. Uh, And what makes it so wonderful, in my opinion, is that it's a concept album. So it just tells a story of astronauts going off to, you know, explore the moons of Jupiter and everything. And it's, it's just great, like the story that it tells and this is the last song on the entire album and i so if anyone were to say like how would you describe your feelings of faith in your relationship with jesus and like your faith journey like this this would be the song i would give them because um it starts out slow and depressed and beaten down and you know the whole you know talking about the darkness because in the story of the album the shift that they're on gets pulled into the gravity of the the moon titan and they're be you know and everyone counts them as lost and everyone thinks they're gone and they count themselves as lost and uh and that resonates because i spent a long part of my life feeling that way like I'm too far gone. I'm not good enough. And the people I've you know, alluded to it with some of the other songs I mentioned fed into that. You're too far gone. You're too far lost, you know? And so it talks about like, uh, you know, yearning for daylight to save them because in the, it, it's, uh, it, it's not maybe the best, whatever, uh, metaphor, but you know, it's daylight being Christ, daylight in the storyline of the astronauts, like if they can see the sun, they can get out because they're out of that gravitational pole of that moon. Um, talking about the incandescent burning lines of the halogen lights is just like, you know, there's light, but it's not the real stuff. And then, man, after if I can sing along with this song, I don't think I have ever made it through the song without breaking down in tears because when it gets to the end, and it says that part when it says when desperate nights I cursed you, you loved me, still loved me. Uh, you dry the tears, you break my heart of stone like that. That stuff uh, gets me right. And it's like you. Yeah, it's, that's it. I mean, because those times were like even in those times when I was completely lost in cursing him 
he still loved me. And that shit wrecks me every time, like every single time. So this and then the buildup of this song where it starts out slow and then even just on the amp up part of it. And then at the end, he's just screaming it. Uh, it's freaking incredible. So, yeah, that's that's it. This is this is my song, man. This is the best one. <clears throat> All right, Nick. So. <sighs> I think of all the matchups in this tournament, this is, I don't want to say the one that I hate the most, but I, God damn it, Bill, for picking this song. <laughs> um, <coughs> and well, I, I can God, tell you more of a story of this song, but it's a little, little weird, but you know, whatever. And I, you, I, could, you, you would hate it even more than if I told you the story about it. Well, I will talk about my song in a second, but this song was the first one in the tournament where I was like, okay, this this is not a what I defined as an amp up song to me, but this it 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 made me feel the feels like, and it always has for similar reasons to what you had said, um, like just the the whole line of like where he says, "I see the sunlight, it's beautiful." I see the sunlight, it's beautiful. Yeah. Just screams it and it's ah oh, so good. Um, I had the misfortune of or fortune, I guess I should say, of listening to it while I was in the shower, and I had me a nice little cry at that moment, so that was great. But anyway, on to my song, which is the polar opposite of Brave Saint Saturn. Um, Dropkick Murphys, I'm shipping up to Boston. This song lyrically is about as basic as you can get. I actually kind of like. Almost didn't put it in because I thought it's repetitive. That means Josh will vote against it, so that's already one vote against me. I don't know. But then I remembered that it was featured in The Departed, and I was like, okay, that could win some votes there too. But, you know, ultimately it doesn't really matter to me who's voting for it or against it or whatever. It's just a Irish fighting song. It's, I mean... <laughs> A little, a little Guinness, a little like anger, and the let the fists fly. That's what this song is. Um, yeah. So, God bless the Dropkick Murphys. God bless Brave Saint Saturn. Uh, almost want to vote for Brave Saint Saturn, but I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna vote for mine instead. All right, um, Joseph. So, I also have l- listened to this. Brave St. Saturn song quite a few times and cried, especially in college. Um, tonight I listened to it for the first time in a while and um, still rules. It's tough, kind of like on the vibe that Nick said, though, like to get me pumped up. Like, I mean, I'm sure that song gets me pumped up in a different way, but. Like, I think of Pumped Up as, like, get Pumped Up to Kick Some Ass. Like, Dropkick Murphys is really hard to beat. Obviously, that's why they won the first half. So, and honestly, <laughs> Nick, The Departed, uh, probably pushed me over the edge. So, I'm, I'm choosing that. Sorry, Bill. I love you. That's all right. I love you, too. Okay. Um Gosh, I'm going to piggyback on both of you. Uh, Joe, yeah, so when I hear Dropkick Murphys uh, ship me up to Boston, first thing 
I think of is The Departed, Brave St. Saturn. And again, it, it rocks. It really does rock. It gets your blood flowing. Brave St. Saturn gets you for a different way. Like um, Bill and Joe and Nick were all talking about, it can get you teary-eyed. The line, the bravest thing I have is hope. Uh, when you're kind of just like stuck and you don't really feel it, I think that's great. I love the part. Um, can I jump in on that line? Because I'm really bummed I didn't say anything about that line. Yeah, please. When I was sharing. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because on top of this, um, so you guys can feel additionally bad for not voting for me if you don't. That line was the line that I kept repeating to myself and Andrea when we were going through like our four years of infertility. Like when we were just wanting to give up, I'm like, the bravest thing we can do right now is have hope. And it's and that's a line that's mentioned not just in this song, but it's mentioned like in several songs on the album. And and I just wanted to mention that just because I would have been pissed at myself for not mentioning that with this song. So, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that and reminded me. Yeah. And I love it when a song can have like such a personal, strong thing with you or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, when, gosh, all right, so I'll share this now since, um, we're going to this place, uh, which I freaking love when Steph and I, uh, when we were having the miscarriages, we had four of them straight and it was really hard. It was really dark. Um, there's some stuff I'm probably not allowed to share here, but, um, it was emotionally just like strip you bare and, um, we latched onto this Bible verse. It's not even a real Bible verse, as it turns out, but we both remembered it wrong. And so it's like this nice blessing that we both remembered it wrong because it became this rallying cry where we would say, um, even if he doesn't, our God is still good. And um, it was us misremembering a part of the uh, Meshach, Rashach, and Abednego story where. Um, the king says, like, you're going to bow to me. Let's see if your God saves you. And they say, our God will save us. But even if he doesn't, um, and what it actually says is we're still not going to bow to you, which is awesome and badass. But, um, yeah, the way we remembered it was our God is still good. Um, and so just the fact that, like, something, like a story or a song or a piece of art can really, like, give you strength when you're in some of the darker if not darkest times in your life um, is really it's it speaks to the power of art I think the power of God and how he again art is so important to the world it's it reaches people in a way that like words can't and mm -hmm. it I <laughs> I'd love to do a podcast just about breaking down not specific things of art just the concept of art and how it all has touched us at some point if we want to go get everybody get a cigar or a drink and go a little deep once sometime but um also the part where uh, the mission control is talking to the lost astronauts and um then they kind of say the crew is now out of radio contact presently there's no way for us to know whether they are alive or dead <clears throat> that uh, that gets me so much because there there have been times in my life where again like your faith is um a walk you know um in the bible there's this verse that says like you know work out your salvation with fear and trembling and it is like this thing where like you work it out and there are like you know high points and low points and all this stuff and um 
the part, you know, whether they are alive or there's no way to know whether they are alive or dead. There have been times in my life, definitely, where I just got to like the point, like, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like caring right now. I believe there's a God and I don't feel like making that anything important to me at all. I, I'm just, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm heartbroken. And that's it. And like, and God will wrap his arms around you. And I've been rescued from stuff like that, like kind of dramatically sometimes. Um, but again, that's like the whole, I, I kind of quote Nick's song from the women tournament, you know, feist, I feel it all, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's like that, you know, you, you just don't deny your emotions. You embrace them. And I definitely think God meets you there. And so when you get a song like Daylight, where it is like they go to such a dark place and then they come out of it with like such this hopeful ending of them, like, you know, seeing the light and how beautiful it is. Um, it can take you through parts in your life. And so I, because of that, I'll vote for Daylight, even though it kills me not to vote for I'm shipping up to Boston and um, yeah, to bring this full circle with our podcast to Romeo and Juliet stars. I defy <laughs> thee for putting these two songs against each other. I defy <laughs> thee. <laughs> you just had to get in your favorite play. Just had to get it in. Yeah. You had to get it in. That's good stuff, James. All right, Josh, take it home, man. Which way had, we going? Had to get Where it in. No wrong had to get it in the, Sex tape of, I got nothing. Um, your sex tape. Yeah, so daylight's awesome. Just trying to think through my thoughts. It's a slow build, which I love. As far as amped up goes, Nick, you're wrong. I do love this song, even though it's repetitive. Part of it is because of the departed, though. Uh, but it's really hard to beat. Um, but. If it were to be beaten, it'd be by daylight. I'm going with daylight. Wow, nice. I have I thought mean, it, we might have an all draft draft kick Murphy's final. I, I mean, it, <laughs> like honestly, it's a really hard choice. But um, I I think about like the end of the song, like when it's over, if you're amped up or not, and like shipping up to Boston, like you're amped up more in the beginning, and it it does get a little repetitive, and you're like, all right, I get it. But by the end of daylight, you're like uh, ready to run through a wall. So, um, yeah, so that's what I was, that's what I was going with there. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we have against me exclamation point. Um, <laughs> those anarcho punks are mysterious. Um, James, was that you? Yeah, that's me. You got one. And it's so much less confusing when lives are drawn like that. When people are either consumers or revolutionaries, enemies or friends, hanging on to the branches on the cards in the system. It's just about knowing where everyone stands. Versus the white stripes, there's no home for you here, which I think was Joseph. Hell yeah, it was.
All right, so against me, uh, punk band, I really like. They are kind of a self-aware punk band where they kind of talk about being in the scene a lot, but then they'll talk about the problems and some of the hypocrisies that come with the scene. A lot of this came from the singer who is now a uh, transgender person, was a man now. She is a woman, and um, she... Again, like with them kind of having some role, I, I don't want to say prominence, but they have enough of a following to where when uh, she transitioned, it was kind of the big thing. And she, um, I don't know, I like Against Me. I think they're interesting. They, The singer was raised Catholic, so there's a lot of faith stuff in their lyrics. And she has an interesting faith thing, like just... Now, I read an interview with her the other day, and they were asking her about like some of the biblical references, and she said something like, technically, I think I'm an atheist, I think, but then anytime I do an interview, I end up saying the serenity prayer like five times before it, and then for, for several days afterwards, so maybe I'm not. Um, but I, I love this song, too. The part where they, on this video, it has the lyrics to it, and so... I was hoping somebody would see that because I think the lyrics to this song are really fun. And um, the lines, we rock because it's us against them. We've got our own reasons to sing and it's so much easier when lines are drawn like that where people are either consumers or revolutionaries. I think that's great. And then where they break in, like all of a sudden people start talking about guns like they're going to war. Great, great stuff. Totally, you know, self-aware music, but still... Plus, it's just catchy as crap. So, I love those anar anarcho-punks. And, I again, I'm missing that part of my brain that tells me I should enjoy the White Stripes. So, I'm voting for it. Joe, tell me why my opinion's dumb, though. It probably because probably fan sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, How can you not like against me? There's, you like punk music, and they're like so good. They're good punk. I know that's why I like the later song that you picked, but this song, not for me. My stripes, super quick. Um, is somebody leaving? I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> Bill, sit back down. Sit <laughs> your ass down. <laughs> Well, now that uh, James told me I have to hate them because they're white people singing funk, you got to go. <laughs> so when Josh and I were always hanging out with Keith Richter, shout out to Keith, they were really into White Stripes, and I did not get it whatsoever. I was like, this band is boring. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was his voice or whatever. I was just not a fan. And I tried and tried and tried and never got into them and then one time I was driving like a long trip by myself not a trip but a long drive and I stuck in a mixed CD that Josh had made of them just like fine let's see what happens and this song came on and I was like sold for life like it just kind of clicked um, definitely like to me the epitome of Windows Down like Crank to Eleven song so after that, I became kind of obsessed and ended up, like, driving down to Third Man Records and trying to stalk him at his house. It, you know, <laughs> then he ended up being a douchebag, so... That doesn't sound like you at all. I know, right? 
but that's that's them. That's why I picked this song. So, all right. I'll make it easy. I of the two songs, I like the White Stripes one better. Although I will say, it's not as uh, pump up as some of their other ones. The beginning, the very beginning is, but then it's kind of like you know repetitive. Well, what the fuck do you want? Like five he says words. Same, <laughs> he says the same same line over and over. There's no it room for you here. Awesome girl, go away. There's no room bridge. for you here. Like just says it over and over. Like, uh. Okay, it's called a chorus. It's called a pen. <laughs> Write some more words. Pen, you will use a dollar. But are you voting for it though? Oh yeah, yeah. That against me song sucked. Ah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nickville, please save me. Uh, Nick, you want to go? Uh, it's not going to be me, James. It's ah. I, mean, I love the White Stripes. This is I, I will kind of piggyback with Josh a little bit and saying that this this would not be like the most amp up song to me from the White Stripes, but it's it's still enough in there. Against me, I, I, I've said so on good. I said. I said on the last podcast that most I like punk music, um, but it's not like for whatever reason it's not like pump my fist in the air, thrash about kind of. It's like it's just kind of sit back and listen and enjoy music to me. Um, and White Stripes, it's the, this song specifically is I will say is the epitome of their like noise rock, which. I know that sounds derogatory, and to some people it would just add fuel to the fire. Feel free to go, James. But the it's just it's it's noise, musical noise, like out of tune guitars, um, a drum beat that occasionally is not on beat. It's it sounds like I don't know, like when it's, I flush my toilet. Sure, <laughs> if you're. Toilet is... I got nothing. Um, I can imagine... Like this song? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I am voting White Stripes, There's No Home For You Here. Which apparently was written about against me. (laughs) I was was going to vote for... I was going to vote for you, James. I liked the Against Me song better than this one. I'm with you. Yeah. So there's your pity vote. So so now so now I know how the other vote's gonna go when the Ramones come up because everyone hates punk music. So no, I like good punk music. So I'm gonna oh vote my for gosh! <laughs> uh... All right. Um, <laughs> next Joe, up I we... was li- I'm go ahead. Joe, I was gonna say I was literally thinking of you and how much we agreed on that Regina Spector song. And how you said it was punk AF. I was like, that is this song. So I really thought you'd like it a lot. I mean, maybe if uh, I just wasn't in the right mindset. I don't know. Maybe if we were, you know, in a concert or whatever. But it just, I didn't hate it. I probably overplayed it, you know, oversold it for the for the fans. God damn, get off of me. <laughs> no, I can't. Whoa! <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh. Well, the, 
the next show. song is the uh, worship song. Let's talk song. about I Thank God. <laughs> the next song is a worship song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <clears throat> next up, Maverick City Music. <laughs> I Thank God. Um, it's going to be confusing when people hear that after we call the other stuff. But... <laughs> Versus Blur song. Oh, that was me. Sorry. Uh, versus Blur song to. I'm gonna guess Nick. Correct. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess Bill was on the same page as far as picking a worship song that gets you pumped up. I feel like I usually have, like, a song per year that is, like, my go-to one that is, like, kind of explaining where I'm at. Um, and this was this is mine for this year. And um, I don't know. I just really like it. And... Or is song two is Michael Bisping's walkout, so that's going to be hard. But anyway, I'm kind of too tired to really go into it, but <laughs> it's good. I hope you guys liked it. If you didn't, don't tell me. <laughs> okay. Um, that being said, then I will say I'm I'm not really a, I I'm not a big fan of praise music in most cases. That is that is to say that I I I get the song, but I, I didn't really enjoy it. Sorry, Josh. Blur song two is this has been like since I was in I don't remember what year this came out, but like definitely like high school age. This still fit in. This made it through the filter of crap music that was being played around me. And this was the, like, roll the windows down, crank the stereo up. Even if it's freezing (laughs) and peel the shit out of the parking lot as soon as that kicks in. This is the song. See you, bomb. Exactly. Out of here. Out of here. I'm off to Fazoli's to work. Clean in my room. <laughs> Take sugar, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's this song. Song two. That gets my vote. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> I I like both these, uh, Josh. I never heard. I think out before, and I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really freaking cool. But song two is one of my go-to party songs when I want to kind of do some stuff around the house with the kids or something like that, maybe. Um, yeah, I have a CD. It's all kind of alternative-type party songs. This is on it, so I hear it a lot. So I'm voting for song two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Bill, what about you, man? Yeah, Josh, I really like this song. And if it was up against any other song, 
I would go for it, but song two, uh, that's it's heavy nostalgia. I mean, I, re- I distinctly remember hanging out with my friends and my one friend buying the album and we're super pumped because we thought the rest of the album was going to be like this and it wasn't. And he was really pissed that he had spent all that money like <laughs> getting a CD at Camelot Music at the Eastgate Mall. And we're like, well, we have this song at least and, you know, just listen to it over and over again and just, you know, I don't know, probably set stuff on fire because that's what we did back then. But yeah, it's just go to song heavy on the nostalgia. CD. Yeah, we burned it. Well, not to not to derail the conversation, we can table this till later. But Bill, since you had mentioned nostalgia, you had mentioned in a text after the last podcast that you wanted yeah. to discuss nostalgia. So let's remember to to pick that up at some point in this conversation tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. Who's up? Okay, Joe. What's the score? Three, three, one. It's a song by the Fugees. James already said it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Michael Bisping won. Voting for pass. You can't do that. I'm voting for ass. (laughs) Can't do that. So you listen to honestly as much as like I feel like they, I wouldn't like them. This song's just kind of fun, so I'm gonna vote for it. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Such a terrible song. All right. Um, next up. <laughs> just kidding. Um, not going to pronounce this right. Shamaya Beyond. Uh, James? Is that you? Yeah, that's me. Leave behind everything you've clung to. Undo those things called rights, travel light, for lighter vessels wrestle stronger through longer nights. Throw away the flat screen. Uh, versus the Black Keys, Little Black Submarines, I think that's Joseph. Fuck yeah, it is. I'll make this really brief. I love this poem. I love the poet, and I think it's all great. I, I really love the last line um, of the poem, that this is it. I think that's a great way to end it. I, I mean, that's enough. You guys all heard it, so I'm sure it'll get destroyed here, but I oh. like Little Black Submarine, so I might vote for it in the next round, but this time, voting for my own. Cool, cool. I just think- change your poopy diaper. Wear sunscreen. James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to love wear sunscreen. I did too. And then I in the keyboarding puberty. class. <laughs> um, I, Blackie's kind of almost like took over my slot in my head for the white stripes because. A, they're similar, obviously, but also Jack White's piece of shit. So, um, and not really like I had to choose, but the Black Keys to me is like, I don't know how to explain it, but like there are some bands that just like click and they're, uh, I wish I could explain it, but words, 
words are tough. They're just, to me, they're like, as soon as I heard them, I was like, this is my band. This is my band. They are me and I am them and we are all together. Uh, <laughs> they just mean a lot to me. And this song, I love uh, electric guitar, like solos. So like John Mayer's live albums, which sounds like hell to most people, I'm sure. But uh, I just I could listen to it all day long, like blues rock. So that's the reason I love this song specifically of the Black Keys is at the end, it just goes um, like the coolest solo ever. Gets me jazzed. Listen to it at 11, maybe even 12. <laughs> and there you go. So, Joseph, you knew this was an amped up tournament Right. Dual. Just making sure. <laughs> I would say that he succeeded. Thank you. I don't like the Black Keys. I'm voting for the fucking poem. <laughs> Poems forever. Oh. So I'll go. Um,. I think it, and James would be able to like back me up on this. I think it was James that had done a mixed CD of slam poetry at one time, and I feel it like right. it, yeah. I feel like this w- guy was on there. Maybe um, I don't know uh, I or something that similar. Poem about freedom on there, which I always yeah. nominated for this. Hey, baby. Hi. Hey, Anastasia. Hi, Nick. Oh. oh. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Speaking of Anastasia, I meant to say that that song is awesome on that Brave St. Saturn album. Yeah. I meant to say that earlier. Bye. Bye. Um, and earmuffs, please. Um, the Black Keys are fucking amazing, though. Um, I, I, what, what Joe said, everything except for, like, replacing the White Stripes, I... I I don't know much about the whole Jack White being a piece of shit thing. I've not read up on it other than what y'all have told me, and that's because I just want to be ignorant. I like to separate the art from the artist. I don't want to know. Um, the Black Keys are not tainted in that way. Um, I know that they have some beef with the White Stripes. I, I'm sure that's Jack White being a dick. Yep. Um, whatever. But I I love the the blues rock like garage rock just noise sound I love the, the like just the gritty guitars I love the the constant like drum it's just it's great and this was another song that I cannot sit still listening to um, poetry. If if I listen to it more, I, I probably would get more more into it. But it goes into the not listening to words thing for me. Um, so I'll have to go back and listen to the the poetry guy more. But the Black Keys get my vote. Little Black Submarines. Yeah. Yeah, I really like this poem, and I mean. And Crossroads has used this guy's poetry a lot and like and put animations to it, which is super cool. And I love his stuff. Uh, I got to go with the Black Keys, though, as like an amp up, you know, for going that definition, like windows down. 
type of thing. So sorry, James. Pump your fist. Pump your fist. Can I ask? I'm not being a smartass, but James, I tried to find this guy. Where did you find him? Because I couldn't find him anywhere. Hold on one sec. I'm assuming Sostrans. That's my guess. Um, guys, did you know that the Black Keys suck? Did you know that? Whoa. <laughs> why? Joe, why would you say that? Like their music. It's just not good. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. I don't understand, Joe. You you put them in this playlist, and then you're going to disparage them like that? I mean, I like anything Joe Rogan likes. Oh, okay. <laughs> How dare you disparage <laughs> Joe Rogan? Oh, my. I'm sending Isn't just... the guy that said... <laughs> Didn't Joe Rogan say, like, I'm just saying QAnon is interesting. Oh, gosh. Isn't that what she said? I, I don't know. Do what with Joe Rogan, what Nick was just saying with the wife. I don't want to know. I love him dearly. <laughs> I have no idea if he said that or not. I'm oh, just, he's definitely uh, like gone off the. I mean, he his thing is like he's open minded about everything, so he'll entertain those ideas, not be like a Trumper or like a crazy QAnoner, but like give people the time to spout the nonsense on the podcast and be like, you never know. Open-minded is not the same as weak-minded. I'm uh, that's. I'm sorry. I'm with Nick. There, there are some things you can just openly dismiss. Yes. Like the moon landing. Oh gosh. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah, uh, a really funny video. Um, I don't want to forget, so this will be recorded. <laughs> it goes in line with the YouTube videos we were talking about earlier where they just repeat something over and over. So <laughs> yeah. make sure to watch it after. Which, by the way, I tried to find one for Message in a Bottle. I'm like, surely someone has put that together. There isn't, but there is an extended version of that song that is six minutes long instead of four <laughs> minutes long. Well, Yeah. <laughs> It's so weird that you sent that video because there's a guy at work that was mentioning that and kept singing it over and over at work the other day. And I'm like, I great. Now I've got that line stuck in my head. He probably stole it from that guy on TikTok. Well, no, he said he saw this video online. Oh, he gave it full credit. Nice. Josh. Sorry, I was dealing with children. Um, What's going on? Where are we? Children, what's with these people that can't keep it in their pants? Well, I, uh, I mean, am I right? 30 seconds to Mars, 30 seconds to splooge. Uh, <laughs> did you guys already talk about these two songs? Am I really, did I really miss that? The Ramones and 30 seconds to Mars, yeah. No. I mean, I'm sure. No, you guys I... haven't talked about how much you hate punk and you only listen to bands. <laughs> oh, with... you're waiting for me to cue it up. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. yeah. I mean, how could you have covered all the depth of the fucking Ramones and the 30 Oh my gosh, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Ramones. Sorry, Gina they just a... don't gaze it to their, their navel hard enough. Though. Yeah. Not what about me. the I can't even handle it. Just, about themselves. Oh my gosh, for real. The mopey 
mop haircut eyeliner <laughs> bullshit. What's the <laughs> Brave Saint Center is all about your feelings, bruh. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The Ramones with Sheena's a punk rocker. Heck yeah. PSA. Um, which was Bill. Right. <laughs> First is 30 Seconds to Mars, The Kill, which I think was Jackie Simon. Mm. Ew. (laughs) Which was Joseph. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know. This song is just great. It just kicks off immediately and just keeps going. And it has a great beat to it. And it's just super fun. That's it. I, I mean, there's not much to say about it. I know it's kind of a, a quick whatever, but it's just super fun to listen to. And you really can't be in a bad mood listening to it. Done. Ramones are awesome. So I don't know you're being all bitter, Bill, but... <laughs> ah, there we go. I'll own it. Do what? That's our one per list. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Ramones a lot. Well, I shouldn't say a lot. I, I, I very much enjoy listening to them. I don't know much about them, but... And I like this song a lot. Um, but... But... 30 Seconds to Mars. I love them very much, and... Pre kind of crazy Jared Leto when he was just adorable, and we were like, "Hey, he sings too." Um, I actually remember the first time I ever watched this video was in uh, Bill and Andrea's old house. Nice. So memories. Really? Oh, I thought it was Keith. I remember watching the Keith's basement. Classic music video territory. I remember it was when. We would spend the night at Bill and Andre's and be like, check this out. Check this out. Check this shit out. I love this <laughs> song so much. And I know that we always talk about the videos, but greatest video of all time, without a doubt. Bar none. Bar none. Hands down. To be okay. fair, I've said that forever on this video. It's not like I'm being whatever. I'm, I'll check the tape. Jump in on that one then, because I will agree and disagree with you on the greatest video ever. I I don't think I've ever seen this video before. I really do love that it was. Um, I don't want to say a send up, a, a tribute to The Shining. I I do love that, but I cannot stand Jared Leto. Freaking even back then, I was like, and granted, this was like bitter Nick at the time. Was, oh, hey, great. Here's another actor that thinks he's going to be a musician like Jennifer Lopez. Fun. Let's do this. And Wait, whoa, what is his connection whoa, with whoa. this? Is he, is he in Jared the Leto is Jared Leto is the lead singer of this band. What? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate <laughs> it even more. 
What? So seriously, what? I, sound, plus, I know I sound like an old person, but you, you got you got to be negative, Nick. I'll be Why do people Bill, not like negative, negative Nick. Nick? Okay, there we go. Yeah. What's wrong and with James Jared Leto? Judgy James. I just don't like him. I <laughs> no, I know. I just didn't know if he like murdered someone or something. No, no. he's just no. Oh, no. no. No, this 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 oh, is like, a little off. like why what? I don't like I love movies him. with Tom Cruise. I just don't like Tom Cruise. It's other than him being like well, batshit crazy, which Tom is the Cruise same as Jared Leto. Singer of Against Me. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like legitimately don't understand how you couldn't like this song. I so let me pair let me let me clarify. I didn't say yet that I don't like this song. No, I just meant you in general, like anybody. Oh okay. not like this. Like the who. I, you 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 are you. Yeah, but, exactly. So the song is listenable. The video, I like the concept, except the looks on their stupid faces. Just, you know, get a haircut and wipe the mascara off your eyes. Yes, um, let it flow through you. yeah but put on a fucking sweater and call yourself ned flanders that's not any different Um, oh no that that's actually creative um because no one else has done it um uh, yeah hold on on. you guys's logic is all over the place yes and i'm okay with a million times but every time it's brand new and original and super f you to the man yeah exactly but when somebody wears eyeliner I didn't uh, say that my logic made any sense. It's been done before. Thomas, Don't pick up right? a guitar. It's been done before. <laughs> the devil's in that guitar. <laughs> the devil's in that guitar. So then I will also cross back on something I said about punk before and say that the, the Ramones, that was, this very much pumped me up, was a big amp up song to me. Um, but I, it's also because I, even though I know intellectually the Ramones are punk, I've never actually felt that the Ramones are punk music. They, to me, they're more like beach rock, like beach rock, but rock. So it's kind of like a rockabilly, like, I don't know. It's I, Nick, I, I, had, yes. I have a friend who played in a punk band and he called them oi music. And any music like, like that where you would go oi, oi, oi to... He kind of lumped into oi music. <laughs> was no, kind of Tommy's brother pop. Eric? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be That's Tommy's brother Eric. And uh, remind us real quick, what kind of punk band did he play in? Because I love in, this. In a band called, the, it was a gimmick band, they called themselves The Rebellious Band. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but wait, did, what did he in? Their, their best song was You Can't Hide the China, which was really fun. <laughs> Didn't he? What he awesome. in like another band at one point though? There was some kind of a. Oh yeah, he was in like a. They call themselves country core, and so they yes. were like a, for a country band. That's what it and was. They, they'd cover they, like this is before Walk the Line came out, but they would cover Johnny Cash, and um, they had a song about how dumb the movie City Slickers Two was at one point. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, they were fun. They were a fun band, and. Yeah. Uh, Dave Brocky from Guar thought they were pretty good. 
Oh yeah, they yeah. opened them. That's right. Okay, so all that to be saying that I'm going to vote for the Ramones. Nice. Drew Jared yeah. Leto in the face. All right, so um, Ramones win then. What a crock of shit! Josh, I'm surprised by that. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't go yet. But um, hey. <laughs> what was that? What just happened? I think Josh just changed. <laughs> oh man! Did the little girl just sneeze? <laughs> I'm like at the point of my drink where everything I say is fucking hilarious. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's a little not... high pitched laugh, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, man. oh man. Did you guys know that No we didn't. <laughs> Just move on. I can't. <laughs> no, no, come on, fight through it. I wanna hear it. <laughs> I'm muting myself like so much. Um, <laughs> no, that Sheena's a punk rocker. <laughs> <laughs> now that's news to me. I didn't catch that. <laughs> I, I was suspected, but. Because uh. <clears throat> if anything's punk, it's talking about how much punk you are. Yes. <laughs> I'm just so glad it'd they be told so much us. cooler if, if they said Sheena is a renegade thunk. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh shit. <sighs> okay. All right. So that's round one. No, I want to hear what you say. Well, Josh. the thirty seconds more song is awesome. I mean, come on. I'm gonna vote for that, but doesn't matter because the Ramones T-shirt is famous. So. Oh we gosh. Got, we gotta vote. <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> All right. Foo Fighters, best of you versus Foxy Shazam. Oh, Lord. Foxy. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Bill, I really like that song, but I got to go Foo Fighters. Mm. I also did really like that song, Bill. Me too. Me three. I really like All right. All right. Yeah, I already said I did if you had a fucking memory. I don't. <laughs> Jen erased it. Um, ACDC Shoot to Thrill versus Wicked Define Gravity. <laughs> Shoot to Thrill. I'm going to say Define Gravity. Yep. ACDC killed the witch. Move along. Uh, hold on. Typing out. Okay. Under oath, reinventing the whatever the fuck. Your exit. <laughs> Versus Beastie Boys sabotage. sabotage. Beastie Boys. Sabotage. Sabotage. Um, Let it sweep. Under oath deserves to get swept. Come on. Fuck you! <laughs> it did, didn't it? Did anybody vote for Andrew? You don't. You're not voting, Josh. 
piss me off. Me? Respect <laughs> the game. <laughs> I said, I said, BC boy sabotage. Oh, I didn't hear you. <coughs> I might not have. Um, Foo Fighters walk toward versus Foo Fighters with the Pretender. Walk toward. Wait, what? <laughs> it's word forward. Word forward. Walk forward. Walk word line. forward. Walk towards. <laughs> I'm going to vote for the Pretender so I don't have to type that other one again. I'm going walk towards. <laughs> I'm going to vote Foo Fighters. <laughs> Wait, Nick, you said you were never going to vote against the Foo Fighters. You're doing it. I'm not. I'm voting for the Foo Fighters. Doesn't count. <clears throat> Nick. I don't like this technicality. All right, Nick votes for word for word two. I vote for per- the Pretender. Word up by the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a winner? Nick, did you yes. vote? I did vote for The Pretender. I was the lone voter for it. Wasn't that a TV show? Uh, <coughs> maybe. I think it was. Who was? Um, let's see. Emery with Walls versus Jay-Z and Kanye West with Otis. Oh, Otis. 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 Yeah. Come on. There you go, James. There, you. Yeah, you got it. Joseph. Kick this Emery under oh. the crap out of here. I'm pulling a Josh. Can't. Nah. Uh, White Stripes with Blue Orchid versus Brave St. Saturn with Daylight. Oh, Daylight. Man. White Stripes. Daylight. Blue Orchid. Come on. Oh, for I'm real? Gonna, man, give me a break. <clears throat> Pump you up. Yep. What do you guys want? Who wants to pay me? I don't care enough. Go on. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go daylight. Ah, awesome. All right. Okay. Because it's gonna lose to Jay anyway. And nope. what do we got here? White stripes. There's no room for you here. Versus. Ooh. Quick shout out. <clears throat> yeah. What? Uh, the guy from Brave St. Saturn, a.k.a. the guy from Five Iron, and has a similar song where he's in a... He's a guest singer on a band I called Showbreds. Showbread, yep. Yeah. Nice. And Matthias replaces incredible. Judas. Judas. Yeah. So excellent song. song. I almost put that song on here as well. Dude, if one of us would have nom- nominated Dead by Dawn by Showbread, that may have won. Oh, God. I didn't think it would get any votes but Bill, so I didn't put it on here. I love that song. Ah, dang it. I do like that song, too. Or that uh, Cowboy 13. I, I don't know the title of the song, but Don't Go Into the Woods. I mean, that yep. could be the title of the song, but... It is. <clears throat> <clears throat> versus Blur, song two. Blur. Blur. What was the first Wait, one? There's White no stripes. room for you here. White oh, White Blur. Stripes. Yeah. White Stripes. Ugh. White Stripes can eat it. <laughs> eat what, Bill? Uh, Your cake. Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but the cake can die. <clears throat> but the cake is really made out of poop. Oh, so they don't know it until they've Eat eaten the cake. My shit. 
the Black Keys with Little Black Submarines versus the Ramones with I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why can't you? It's just so funny. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Sheena is a punk. It's just like a statement. Like I wore a white t-shirt. Cool. <laughs> Black keys. Rem- Ramones. Ramones. And I hate ah. that. Uh, let's see. All right. Next up, we got. <clears throat> Foo Fighters, Best of You versus ACDC, Shoot a Thrill. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Best of You. BC Boys, Sabotage versus Foo Fighters, Other Pretender. Sabotage. I thought Word Forward beat the Pretender. Yeah, oh. did beat Pretender. Yeah. Sabotage. Sabotage. Word Forward. Word Forward. Sabotage. Right. Played the odds on that one, James. Ah, thank you, Nick. Sorry. <laughs> right. um, <clears throat> JC and Kanye with Otis versus Brave Saint Saturn and Daylight. Otis. Daylight. Daylight. Otis. Daylight. Oh, it's snap. Tough. I liked Otis a lot. More like lame light. Ooh, that was a good one. Hey James, what toy is that? I oh, is my huh? I'm playing with my daughter's little people right now. I thought you were opening like lip balm at first and I was like, oh hey, that's a toy. All right. Um Blur song two versus Black Keys Little Black Summary. Blur. Blur. This is ridiculous. Just because we got three old farts that. <laughs> oh, shut up. Now. <laughs> I'm mad now. Three old farts. <laughs> um. <laughs> Play the crowd. Signing up for when you became our friends. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You think this is bad? Just wait till you have to visit us in a nursing home and change our diapers and stuff. (laughs) What you don't realize is it was a long con. When we first met you, we thought one day we're going to need to team up. (laughs) We're going to team up against these motherfuckers on a song song tournament. We have an accord. Huzzah! Foo Fighters, Best of You versus Beastie Boys, Sabotage. Foo Fighters, uh, Best of You. Tough. Sabotage. I'm going to sabotage. Oh, shoot. Uh, Brave Saint Saturn, Daylight versus Michael Bisping's Walkout Song. Wait, Josh. Who's the last one. What? Huh? Somebody did. You have vote. to vote. No, I, I did. We Who all did voted. You vote for? I said sabotage. Oh okay. my! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can't whisper it. I said it. Literally, check none the, of us heard you. Check the tape. <laughs> I heard him, but you guys just told him to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Brave Saint Saturn Daylight versus Blur Song Two. Daylight. Daylight. All right, James. You're making me vote because you don't want to vote, right? Oh, I've already voted. I've picked Blur. Okay. Two to one. That's three to one. Oh, we've had three for Daylight? Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll okay. vote Blurry then to make it three two. All right. I'd be happy I only voted for it because I have ears. No, no offense to Blur. <laughs> How could that be no offense to Blur? <laughs> that is all offense to Blur. Um, can I do you mind if I share something with you guys real quick just because it hasn't been brought up yet? Yeah, so um, I've been watching awesome slash shitty monster movies while we've been doing this. So I've been watching this awesome movie I haven't seen from the 90s, it's on mute called Ticks, and I feel it needs to be mentioned here in our podcast, but I'm watching the scene. It does have Carlton in it. I've seen it that has movie. Seth Green in Vanessa it. Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. But the scene now is where the dead dog is erupting with ticks nope. that are pouring out of its belly. Nope. And I thought that should be mentioned. It's not rocks, but it's ticks. Nope. All right. <clears throat> Beastie Boys Sabotage versus Brave Saint Saturn. Sabotage. Daylight. Daylight. Just because that's my song, man. I love it. It's... Sabotage. Sabotage. Alright, Daylight. But Sabotage goes on. Alright, so that means the Beastie Boys, Sabotage versus Dropkick Murphys and Smash It Up. So, this is the grand finale final. Whoever wins this wins March Madness of Amp Up Songs. No, 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 no. Whoever wins this goes up against his greatest show from The Great Showman. (laughs) Whoever wins this gets the title of being a punk rocker. (laughs) And we have to refer to that person as Sheena for the rest of the month. Yeah. Who are these two songs from? I have Beastie Boys. And I have Dropkick. Yes! It's an all Irish. Yeah. Are I mean, really, to me, it's got to be. Are you really going to vote sabotage. against your people, Nicholas? Haven't we suffered enough at the hands of the English? Well, we can always suffer more, Bill, spoken like a true Irishman. I'll just resent you for it for the rest of my life. There more you go. More of a true Irish person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going dropkick. Nick, what about you? I am going to go with Beastie Boys. I am... Also going with Beastie Boys, but this is really tough. Oof. Joseph? Oh, man. I mean, I don't... I'm positive it's not going to win, but I I am going with Smash It Up. Ooh, it's a tie. Uh, Yeah. Sabotage. All day. Yeah. <laughs> that is my second tournament win. So sad. Well done, Nick. Thank so you, sad. thank you. All right, I'm hitting the All hay. Right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us tonight, everybody. Um, Way to go, Nick. You're the Yay. angriest. Just Nick. 
Yeah. I am. Most testosterone-fueled song listener of this tournament. Let's look at, real quick, stat curiosity. The top, what were the final four? Uh, who chose the final four? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> well, Sheena picked one. <laughs> I don't know. Who picked Blur? Michael Bill had... I had Blur. Yeah. Nick and Bill on Blur and Brave St. Saturn. And uh, BC Boys, Nick. What the fuck? No. Who did Best of You? That was me. Okay. So but Nick had Nick the most of the final of, four. Yeah. Two out of four. <laughs> Woo! Well, then what, so then, well, the other one was... So oh, was, wait. What yeah, the, the overall. Yeah, final. you're doing the Elite Eight right now. Jeez, you want me to scroll up? What was what was Drop What King? was Smash Shit up against? That it was, was up mine. against um, Fuel by Metallica, which is that was me. That was Nick. All Did right, Nick, Nick have three out of four? No, we're talking about the Elite Eight right now. <laughs> this is too much for twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be your bowl. Huh? It's from uh, Tommy Boy. Okay. Sure it is. So if Nick was the shoe-in for this tournament, what tournament can we build around making everybody else a shoe-in? Wait! Come on. That wasn't an insult. I just meant, like, who won the zombie one? That wasn't a tournament. Yeah, that was the list. George Washington. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I think mine would be Sad Bastard music. Yeah. I thought a Sad Bastard tournament might be fun, although it might be really tough for us all to make it through 32 songs like that. <laughs> right. Well, That's we just have to do uh, That's just a, a Monday 64. <laughs> I, think, I think the most logical step for us, if we want to do another tournament, would be to do music videos. <laughs> they keep coming up. They keep coming up so much. You know what I mean? Like, and if you think about it, we reference it a lot. And and I would even be willing to say, allow for repeats. Uh, repeats for that. Down. Yep. If if we wanted to do that, because I think that would be fun. Like, so the mu- like the song could play into it, but it would be music video. You know what I mean? Like, since we talked about it. Got and, six then, different and, then, and then when we talk about it, we would judge them based off the song. I like it. <laughs> but that reminds me, Bill, did you not like the Kill music video? See, the problem is, now, the only way I really get a chance to listen to this is in my car. So if I just catch a glimpse of it, like if I'm at a red light or anything, I... I started watching this video, and then I started going, and the song kicked in. I'm like, I fucking love this song. I think it's freaking amazing. And then I just, like, peeked at the video while it was playing, and I was like, okay, spot on. This is great. So. Dope. Well, yeah. we think we got our next one. Okay. And we'll, make it a, we'll make it a video podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be awesome. 32, six songs each. Is that cool with everybody? Yeah. Who's got That'd the good. He's Anybody have a nomination for the extra two? Um, who's left? Ooh, we should get the MTV top MTV 
music video, like what won the MTV Music Video Awards from uh, the years? Oh, we crap. Were... I was about to say, yeah, that would work, but that's three different years. And I don't think MTV was. All right, so around in the seventies? No, so here, MTV wasn't what around. Do. Wait, hold on, Josh, Joe. You guys graduated in 2002, James, right? You read my Ooh, mind. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And we graduated in 1998. Yeah. So yep. we do 98 and then 2002. Yeah. So I'm going to look old. up. Old. So old. <laughs> For a year. Yeah. Without me, Joseph, hell yeah. 